everybody, and welcome to episode 42, this time I got it right, of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Alberton, and who are the truck drivers with me tonight? Trucker Steph and JD. Crossroad truck driver Stuart Hughes. Ice Stork. trucker Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for a second, Stu, you were going to say cross-dresser. I'm like, okay. but Cross-dress trucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm the trucker from, uh, I'm the trucker from Always Sunny. Oh god, who did play that? I can't remember who played the trucker in Always Sunny. Now it's a famous actor. <laughs> just he picks up Dennis and uh, and uh, Charlie, and he's just like, oh, it's like, oh, back in the day, I would have, I would have let you two take me to a motel room and split me asunder. And they're just staring at him like, uh, <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> I would not, not realize suck on you and not be sucked on by you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who did play that fucking trucker? Uh, if only we had the ability to look things up. I'm looking it up now because okay. it's an actor that I quite enjoy. <laughs> All right. First, I want to do say welcome to our week six Spooktober, the end of our fucking Spooktober. Thank God. Tom uh, I had enough horror games. I, that's all I got to say. Enough horror everything. I'm ready for nice <laughs> peacefulness coming up here. The end of our week. horror games. Yes. And actually, who, who wants to introduce this lovely game that we picked? I don't remember who picked it, to be honest, if it was me or I not. Stefan picked this one. I, I don't remember. <laughs> for our audience, uh, for our audience's sake, let me just say that uh, we picked these games quite a long time ago because um, we're nearing the end this... of like our quote-unquote season three. Season two. Mm-hmm. Season two. This is the end of season two. And so we picked these games back in like August? Uh, no, God, no. We picked this back in April, March or April. April, yeah. DJ so. was still on the team. So, so we... Yeah, we. Uh, it's it's hard to remember which games you picked. <laughs> I have most of it in head, but actually, I got an idea. Hey, Adam, you want to introduce what lovely game we're playing? <laughs> yeah, easily. I can easily do that one. Uh, so, the game that we played is Silent Hill Origins. Um, PSP game originally came out in like November two thousand seven. Um, as the name stakes, this uh, was the fifth game, I think, in the series and went back to its roots and explained everything that happened in Silent Hill before Silent Hill won. Um, I just had a quick question. So if Adam is driving an ice truck, is that where all the fog's coming from? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even crash his truck. He just leaves his truck on the side of the road. So for all we know, it's still there. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Travis oh, is the Resident also... Evil protagonist of Silent Hill protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> this was also made by Climax Action, their first Silent Hill game, then published by Konami. We should say yes. that too. Uh-huh. So this it's... came out uh, right <sighs> after, right before Homecoming. So it's in between yeah. the first one. So it's actually this... uh, anyone think... played this before? Uh, I should ask that question. I thought I had played it before, but there was definitely some puzzles in the game that I would have remembered. And uh, so I think this was my first time actually ever playing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. First time for me, too. Yeah, all of our first time. I played a little bit of it um, a long ass time ago, but I never beat it. So I was happy to go back and finish it. Mm. This was good interesting game like i mean like for one thing the story starts off we kind of mentioned this this is a prequel to the original silent hill as it says in the title origins yeah i mean it, it literally was... ends <laughs> right before silent hill one uh like the, sort the of start. extended story of silent hill one starts off yeah yeah it ends mm-hmm. with cheryl being given to uh james and 
what's her face, Mason? I thought they adopted. Yeah, they adopted. Yeah. Her. Well, they find her on the side of the road. And they're well, like, yeah. oh, I guess this is our kid now. <laughs> Good point. Mm-hmm. God, I forgot that. I was actually originally going to go back and listen to our Silent Hill episode back in episode two to see what we if we did Shelfer Box, but unfortunately, that didn't happen, and now we're recording. So. <laughs> But, I think yeah. uh, Stefan and I shelved it, and you and DJ boxed it. That's yep. accurate. <laughs> I'll take the hypothesis. All right, but, I'll, but one thing I did like is, I mean, I also didn't understand. Like, I know he, so this game starts off as he's driving a truck, and I think he's running late or something, so he decides to take a detour through Silent Hill, is what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah. that's, a, that's exactly what happens. I, okay. I actually want to question why... That whole beginning scene, they're talking on the radio, like it adds nothing to the story at all. They just they're truckers, but they're just, I guess, but it's like they're just talking about women and, and just like, I don't care. So, you know, that Travis isn't gay, I guess so, because <laughs> that's important to his uh visions in Silent Hill. Because clearly, Travis wanted to be an actor. So is this a good is this a good time to say there might be spoilers in this? Uh, you know that yeah. is a very good point. I forgot to say that, even though I put it in the fucking <laughs> outline. Thank you, Adam. Spoilers for Silent Hill one and two, and probably the movies and Origins. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the game we're actually talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a free. I think spo- I I generally don't believe in in spoilers at all, but I also think when it comes to prequels, spoilers should not matter whatsoever because you already know what the fucking story is gonna. Also, when a as. game comes out over ten years ago, spoilers shouldn't count yeah. as much either. And if you're listening <laughs> to the show, you know on, uh, what we do. A bunch of people got like all hot and bothered about spoilers for Rogue One, and it's like really, like you you we have three movies that explore <laughs> six movies, I think, or five at that point. Like we have five movies that take place after this, and these characters never show up again. Mm. <laughs> down. Yeah. So I um, it was Kyle Katarn that got the fucking Death Star plans, huh? That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say that um, I found this out a little interesting factoid when he gets out of the truck. Okay, so you're trucker Travis. That's what I'm gonna call him. You get out of your truck and you're gonna Sorry, go Travis. after. <laughs> you're gonna go after Alessa, who for some reason is just. A knockoff of the first game you see her in the middle of the road you pull over and she takes off and for some reason he goes after her and there's yeah. an interesting little thing i found out it's that if you turn all the music down you can actually faintly hear alessa whispering his name oh that's, that's pretty cool but why yeah. would you want to turn down that amazing opening song exactly yeah. or any of the music <laughs> silent yes. hill is kind of known for its weird like horror industrial music and so i just i just soak it all in yeah i think uh that's why i think people should give this game a chance because even akira yamaoka put effort into this with his music and yeah i don't think he did that on later ones that were bad one thing i (laughs) at least in my version uh... i didn't really i had the sound on all the time i had headphone but i think i was playing a crappy a crappy version of this game because I actually had a lot of issues with the sound. Like, I was hearing... Well, like, for my game, whenever I turn the flashlight on, you hear... Psh, like, just terrible static, no matter what. It wasn't the enemy static. It was just the game couldn't handle on my system running with the, with the flashlight on. I had to turn off the flashlight all times. <laughs> so... Yeah, I thought about that later. Because uh, you said that, and I was thinking about, like, what that was. I oh, think it was because... Like- I think it was an I think it was an issue with the sound, but I think that sound is supposed to be in the game. It was just way louder for you than everybody else. Yeah, but it also is not supposed to be when they talk. We're going to the mansion. We're going to the mansion. Yeah. We're going to the mansion. 
that also would happen when they had uh, the flashlight on. Like any kind of flashlight on, they would stutter when they talked, and it was just really Spen- stupid. Spencer Mansion. Yeah. That would happen. Yeah. Spencer. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. <laughs> the other man. I was just right next to the Spencer Mansion. Oh okay. Uh, I got that joke. The Resident Evil Zero Mansion. <laughs> the, the one nobody knows the name of. I don't yeah, even remember yeah. it myself. <laughs> but it's like twenty feet away from the Arclay Mountain Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started when we talk about that game someday. Nobody knows it exists. I'm right. talking about weird uh, names. The town that he's on his way to is called Brams or Brahms. Uh, that shows up in the Silent Hill movie, but for some reason they changed the neighborhood in the movie. Uh, in the movie, it's it's B R A H M S Brahms, and in the movie, it's not Brahms anymore, or it's it's not quite Brahms anymore. It's B R A H A M S, so it's Brahms. They should have just called it Bran. Bram Stark. Bram Bram Stark. Bram Starker. Uh, right, Bram when, Starker's Dracula. First, I gotta Damn. ask, who the hell's gonna park their fifty or eighty thousand dollar truck and just start walking down the street? That's my first. I mean, I would just he drive the truck. Girl, who he is just assumed that didn't live in this town. I like, I like to. So he's not from Silent Hill. He's never heard of Silent Hill. He's sure. just a trucker yeah, going down the road who drives through Silent Hill. He's driving through town, and he sees a girl in the town. And instead of just assuming that she lives in the town and she knows where she is, he's like, I got to go investigate. Well, the first yeah. time you see her, like, in the your rearview mirror, it's kind of like a uh, demonic ghost form yeah. of her. At and... that point, I would just keep fucking driving. <laughs> you know, a trucker, he's a trucker. He's probably been driving... He's probably been driving for like, you know, days or like, I don't know. God knows how many like trucker pills he's taken to keep him on the road. He's got to meet his deadlines. No, that's you see a yeah. demon in the road in the mirror. You're just like, well, <laughs> better lay off the trucker pills. <laughs> but well, I think Hill Travis always has a way of bringing you in. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Travis actually appears in Silent Hill 4 too as well. Let's see here. He has, he has a cameo. He has a cameo in Homecoming. Uh, and apparently Revelation and Book of Memories. I didn't know about the Book of Memories or Revelation one. Oh, okay. It was Homecoming. Yeah, that's right. Because this game came out after 4. This also came out on PS2 six months or so later. So that's where a lot of people probably played it also. Yeah, the the cameo in Homecoming is fucking weird because in Homecoming you play as uh, Alex Shepard, who's like, got out of the military and is going home to Shepherd's Glen, which is next to Silent Hill, and also <laughs> apparently has Silent Hill problems going on. Like, Silent Hill's, like, spreading in Homecoming. And Travis, like, picks you up and gives you a ride to Shepherd's Glen. And I always thought that was the weirdest shit, based on, like... I was like, I guess, is that canon, or is Travis, like, part of Silent Hill now? What the fuck is going on? It's just very bizarre. Hmm. Yeah. There was, there was also that theory, too, that he was Pyramid Head, because in... Uh, this game, you're collecting pyramids for yes, Alessa. Yep. Yeah, but and you clearly got some weird sex shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but oh, but I do want to say is after he walks down the road, which he should have just drove down the damn road, um, he yeah. ru- he comes up to a burning house and he deals with every good citizen would do. Run inside the house. Not call no, the no, police. No, no. Not call. <laughs> he doesn't run, Mike. He very calmly strolls. Uh. <laughs> I was looking up. So many reviews of this game, and everybody noted how Travis is like, like an explosion goes off in front of his fucking face and his fire everywhere. He's like, I better get inside and help. And then very calmly walks to the house. 
and walks through the burning house and like after I read all those, as I was playing the game, I was like, oh, my God, he does. Every situation is, Jesus Christ is a monster. It's going to kill me. Well, I better be careful and just take my time strolling through this town. It makes sense because you never see Pyramid Head run. So if he is Pyramid Head. Yeah, sure. I don't, I don't like that theory. you get in the game. I mean, it's just completely calm. Yeah. I forgot to look up the other endings in this game. But we'll get to that later. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I, I do yeah, want to say, like, when you get to the house, you also see Alessa, Alessa, no, not Alessa, the mother, G something, Galette, Galette, Dahlia, Dahlia Gillespie. <laughs> Thank you. G-Gabba, yeah, G-Gabba I'm like, I know it, the word is there. What did love? And I just couldn't do it. And you, you see, see the, the mother, mother which um, I thought it, I thought it was a guy at first. I thought it was a weird emo guy, like goth guy at first. I'm like, what's this goth guy doing in the corner? It wasn't until later. She's like, this is my daughter. I'm like, that's a woman? I thought it was like, like a Final Fantasy villain or something. Like it just. I thought it was the villain from the room. It does. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, when I saw uh, her, I was like, oh, okay. So but it was. She, uh, this is like pre witch power Dahlia, where she's just like a random kind of white trash lady wandering the town. <laughs> well, this is all before Silent Hill becomes Silent Hill. I want to say right. Like yes. this is the reason why. Okay, because I mean, they're... it's the first game in the series chronologically to take place. I think. Yeah, yeah I'm not counting like any mobile games or anything. I don't know about those, but in terms of like the main series, this is the first one to take. I'm place. sure there's a pachinko Possibly. machine that takes place before this, but you know, oh, I'm sure, not... yeah, some pachinko machine that takes place in Silent Hill back in like the 1800s before the town was like even evil. <laughs> and Played I did a like it. Silent Hill game. That yeah, it was in Japan. In Japan, this game is called Silent Hill Zero, so it's not called Origins. <laughs> because, you know, Resident Evil. Well, technically in America, it's not called Silent Hill Origins either. It's called Silent Hill Zero Regens. Zero Gens? <laughs> because the, the cover of the game is stylized. The O in Origins is a zero. <laughs> Which just makes me think, like, some localizer was like, do Americans understand what zero is? Uh, and just like with a Sharpie wrote like Regens behind the zero was like, yeah, they got it. <laughs> I'm looking That's at that page now. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a zero. <laughs> it's Silent Hill Zero Regens. All right. So we were saying earlier, so he goes inside this burning house, which again, I, w I mean, I w maybe I'm an asshole, but I wouldn't go inside a burning house to rescue a stranger. I would call the, I'd call the police or call somebody, but I wouldn't go inside. But that's well, me. he doesn't have a phone. It's to look. The game takes place in some time. Um, the game simultaneously takes place in like 1978 and 2000. It's weird. Yep. <laughs> it's hard. It's I don't know what year this takes place in. This would have been 11 years before Silent Hill One. Silent Hill One or 10. Let's say 11 years because I think Alessa is 12 when they and Cheryl well, Alessa also doesn't really like age. No, but. Uh, you know, with the ending of this game, of who gets adopted in the beginning of this game, I think she isn't she eleven. When have you seen oh. a little girl? Not my daughter, a little girl. You know, that's yeah. But uh, enough yeah. of that. So he, I'm looking for he, a little girl. I'm I'm a stranger <laughs> in town looking for a little girl. But, uh, yeah, let's see. Let's, when he goes into the house, I mean, and again, like he finds. So he goes up. You go through this burning house, and he finds Alessa's charred body, which. I, and he picks her up, and you have to carry her out of this burning house, and things keep falling around you. Because this game, like, well, quick time event. Which is learning actually a pentagram and asking yeah, you pentagram. to let her die. Oh, yeah, that part creeped me out, because with headphones on, you can hear a whisper, let me burn. 
Yeah. You're yeah. like, what That's... the hell? <laughs> uh, All I heard here. was buzzing. Um, she whispers, Let the, me only burn. Thing, the only thing known about Silent Hill 1 is that it does not take place before 1987 because uh, Harry's Jeep is a 1986 Jeep, at least a 1986 Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> And so that is the only evidence that they have that the game takes place most likely after 1986 <laughs> and sometime wow. in between then and 1995. So, yeah, this game takes place ambiguously in the 70s or 80s. Okay. Which I, I always liked about Silent Hill, that, like, it's ambiguous when it happens because then they can just pull some weird, like, like Victorian-era shit in town and you don't know if it's, like, the past or if it's just a really, like, really small town in the outskirts of the country because i mean those towns do exist you can go to like you could find small towns in the country now that are 30 years in the past technology wise oh yeah i came okay. from one <laughs> it's like it's the village this, this game this game is like the village the game actually takes place in 2033 spoiler <laughs> and okay. silent hill is just you know joaquin phoenix is roaming around telling people not to go in the woods <laughs> singing ymta all right, but the other thing I do want to say is after you rescue her and you get out of the house, and that's when this game really reminded me of Silent Hill, because he rescues her, he gets out of the house, and then he, I think he passes out and just wakes up in town or something? Uh, or does he wake up in front of the house? Still? Yeah. He leaves the house, he hears sirens, and then things out. Yeah, he collapses. Yeah. Okay. And then he wakes up like on a bench in the middle of town. And, that and that's really reminded me of the first one. Yeah, I think this, I mean, I don't think anybody should play this game as their first Silent Hill. Um, no. I mean, maybe, maybe they should, maybe they'd enjoy it, I don't know. But as somebody that has played a lot of Silent Hill and hasn't, I don't remember anything about this game, but having played the other ones, waking up in the middle of Silent Hill is very creepy. That is a very chilling notion to just wake up in the center of this terrifying town. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could work as your, I mean, it wasn't, you know, my first game, of course. Because that was Silent Hill one, actually, at least for recently. But mm. I, I think, you know, I mean, you won't get some of the references, but yeah. Well, it's a, it's a different experience because if you've never played a Silent Hill, waking up in the middle of town, you're just like, oh, where am I? You've got like that sense of confusion. If you've played Silent Hill, you wake up in the middle of Silent Hill, you're like, fuck, I'm fucked. <laughs> I I do like it that like when you first start, there are no monsters around, nothing is happening. You can run around all over the place, and it's quite normal at first. Yeah, it's kind of it. It it has like a really big beginning, and then it, it takes its time introducing you to Silent Hill, which is great. Yeah, it also has a lot to do with the fact that this, you're witnessing the beginning of Silent Hill because they just they just pretty much murdered Alessa, and the whole demonic thing is starting. Like this is the very beginning of them trying to summon yeah, a god and cause all the, the problems. Of the other world. Yeah, okay. like, it, yeah, that does make sense. I didn't think about that. That does make sense. Because, yeah, in Silent Hill 1, <laughs> it's like dogs are everywhere immediately, and you're just like, oh, God, like, like well, these weird flying pterodactyls are trying to rip my yeah, head off, and the cop is like, that's weird, these... you're weird. Like, I, you know, like your favorite line in Silent Hill 1, Dr. Kaufman, I just killed a monster! Have I you just seen killed a monster. Girl? But, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> look, I killed it, like, that would be me, honestly. I'd be in the middle of Silent Hill just being like, look, I just, cared, I just killed a pterodactyl with my bare hands, I'm trying to find a little girl. Give me your fucking gun. Come on. <laughs> be locked up immediately. Be in jail the entire time. I just I, I, eat a dog to death with a pterodactyl. I did love, like Travis. I, I like this character. Like, I, one thing I got to say, he felt like, he, you know, as things start going 
crazy. He's like, there's something wrong. And you're like, he's not, he's aware that there's a problem in this place. Like, he's not like, uh, God, what the hell is the guy's first name in the game? Harry? First game? Or yeah, he, not like Harry. Yeah. Ignoring yeah, everything. Harry Mason's just like, he's he's so focused on finding uh, his daughter, his adopted daughter, that he's like ignoring the fact that bad shit is happening around him. It's not really phasing him, which is kind of, you know, goofy and lends to Silent Hill's weird aesthetic. This game almost Ooh. feels like you're trying to solve a mystery more than any of the other games, I feel like. Maybe maybe not for uh, I mean, you are. Like, like when you're going to the hospital and you're talking to uh, Dr. Kaufman <laughs> and just like... No one's there, and he's not giving you any information. Travis is actually kind of annoyed by it. I was like, yeah, that's I the like right that. response, Travis. Like, I, and I did like how a lot of this game is driven by particular... Well, I felt like particular events happen. Like, he goes to the hospital first because he's trying to find out, hey, I rescued this girl. Where is she? He's got to be in a hospital. Let's go find her because he's trying to check up on her, which it made sense. I mean, to me, it made him feel a little more human, I guess, more human than Harry Mason did. The problem yeah, is he still I, reverts back to, like, being completely calm. <laughs> I don't know if that's a problem or like a, a humorous thing about Travis. Like, you talk to Kaufman in the hospital, and then he's like, oh, why don't you go check reception? And like, you're on the second floor, you came up there because there's nobody in the hospital. And the guy's like, oh, go check reception. Like, it's a completely normal day. And when you go downstairs, uh, or when you go back upstairs, there's like a nurse. Uh, one of the evil like, uh, uh, otherworld nurses that's freaking out coming at you. And you kind of panic, but then after you defeat the nurse, he's like, well, that was weird. Back to calm. <laughs> yeah, you might actually appreci appreciate this, Stu, but they were going to do a dark comedy script for this game inspired by Scrubs. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah, that was the original plan. <laughs> that would have been amazing, especially if it did, like, the uh, inner monologue. <laughs> oh, that, oh, oh, yeah. That game, though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what Dr. Kaufman said about the nurses was true, but when I think about it... <laughs> <laughs> I did like his I did like they brought back Dr. Kaufman from the first one. I thought that was actually really cool. Like I was like, oh, and you know, again, he's I I can't remember a lot of Silent Hill one anymore because it's been a, almost a year. But I do remember Dr. Kaufman. I do remember the fact that he played such a big part in what's happening with Cheryl. And he's one of the ones that like he's beating her drugs or something. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. he also got. Uh, Lisa Garland hooked on drugs as well. The girl that he's sleeping with, the nurse. Yeah, who plays a yeah. major part in this game. I didn't realize what a big part she played in this game. <sighs> I don't like the way she looks. <laughs> didn't she have long well, hair in the other one? In the mm -hmm. first one? Okay, that's, yeah. that's a classic. Like, you know, she aged. You can tell she aged because now she has, you know, short hair. And before she had long hair. <laughs> she has maybe my favorite my favorite moment in uh, the entirety of Silent Hill happens with her in this game. But we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. What did you guys think of the hospital? Like, when you first went in there, and all of a sudden things just start going to bullshit the shit. Uh, well, what you expect, like, in a beginning of a Silent Hill game, you know? Like, it, it, nothing too bad, but definitely setting the pace, getting you going for stuff that's about to happen. It yeah. felt a little bit more restrained to me than other Silent Hills. It's just like, at first, like after the fire, you spend so long not dealing with any monster. I and when really that shows up, it's like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. I really like it that it takes a little while to get into the combat. That it kind of just things are a little normal. You meet, you run into Doctor Kaufman. You're kind of walking around. You're trying to figure out what's going on. It just 
and it hasn't, you know, like the crate, the insane insanity of Silent Hill hasn't really seeped in into your veins yet. You haven't gotten there, and I, I like, I really like that. Like yeah. that was yeah. really cool to me. I can't. We should uh, also. <laughs> Go ahead. I was gonna say we should also explain that um, for some odd reason in this game it has a mechanic where Trucker Travis can travel between the other world and the regular world. Right. Through mirrors, and, and for some reason, yeah. <laughs> I to me, this is what I was gonna say. To me, this feels like Alessa. I don't know if this was intended or if this is just what I got. It felt like this was like Alessa, like practicing with her powers and seeing how she could affect people. That's yeah, I think I, I think the whole point of the story, <laughs> to kind of spoil it for everyone already, is that. Tra Travis is trying to figure out what happened to Alessa while Alessa's already using him to get these pyramids. Yeah. And she's using her powers to influence him going in the other world and back to the regular world. Yeah, because you see her in the mirror. Like, you go you come into this room with this giant mirror, and you see Alessa in the mirror, and, like, you touch it, and that's when the whole... Like, that's when the other world starts spreading out pretty violently. Exactly. So I got the impression that Alessa was like... I like I need these pyramids. I need this power, and I I don't understand this, but I'm gonna start using it on this random charter guy. He's gonna be like the catalyst to me figuring this shit out. Yeah, also, yeah. I gotta say, I I like how if you look in the mirror, you can actually see the whatever world you're in. You see the other world back at you. So if you're in the normal yeah. world, you see the fucked up world in the mirror. Like that. That was a really cool touch. I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a. Uh... <laughs> One of those games where people get mad when people when they say like, "Oh, they changed the rules to Silent Hill," but this game had kind of completely different rules than the first game. Um, <laughs> that's every right. Silent Hill different rules. They all have slightly different rules, and I think that's okay because mm -hmm. there are different things controlling the powers in Silent Hill, and it makes sense. Also, Silent Hill is nobody knows what it is, so you can't say like, "Oh, they changed the rules." You don't know what the fucking rules are. <laughs> Sorry, to Konami doesn't either. So. Yeah, I mean, nobody does. That's the kind of fun part of Silent Hill is like people always argue of the first game was like, oh, was that all real? Did it, is it purgatory? Did it take place in Harry's mind? What's going on? Mm -hmm. well, well, I feel like no matter what iteration of Silent Hill, it takes place in somebody's mind. Like the city manifests itself based on who you are to get trapped in it. Like one comment that I saw people mentioned, they were complaining that in this game, the nurses are all skinky again. Like they were in Silent Hill too, and they're like, "That doesn't belong because he's not sex deprived and kill it, you know, everything like that." And, well, that's and, true. But I'm like, well, guess you know, what? Maybe... That's what fucking Silent. That's what Pyramid Head was supposed to be, and now he's in every goddamn game. So. Yeah, because he's iconic. <laughs> yeah, I mean that didn't bother me. Like I, I'm okay with creepy ass nurses with bandages wrapped around their heads and boobs showing. Like it, I'm like, I'm okay. It doesn't have to like it. it, 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 it it's still creepy and makes sense. Like I don't care. You're okay <laughs> with boobs showing, Mike? Uh, I'm yeah. shocked. But, and they're pretty yeah. iconic uh, characters in the Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I would argue the nurses are just as iconic as Pyramid Head. Almost, I don't, almost more so now. I think. I, think, I was gonna say, I think more so because yeah, Pyramid Head is like. Else. I don't know. That'd be well, an interesting poll to see if people like if you ask people to name one enemy from Silent Hill, it'd be interesting to see if more people name the nurses or Pyramid Head now. I feel like it'd be the nurses now. Oh yeah, definitely. Did, well, did anyone why. else notice? Did anyone else notice that the one of the monsters kind of shambling around when you're walking around Silent Hill looks like Travis's roadkill? Like it looks like something he ran over. Oh, the uh, yeah. you're talking about the Calibans? Yeah, the yeah, Calibans. Giant, like I fucking hate those things so it's much. Not, it's so oh, creepy. Yeah, that cows. 
It's yeah, supposed they, to be roadkill. Yeah, and re- weren't they like the cheapest hitting mother truckers in the game? Yeah, <laughs> I have the You can also just like they're so slow, you can just run by them, but they're just so fucking creepy looking. I mean, <sighs> you say that, but I can't tell you how many times I had to reload because I'd be running. I'm like, I'm gonna be clear. I think that's, and all of a sudden it just smacks me in the face. And if it smacks yeah. you once, it can turn around and smack you again so damn fast. Uh-huh. It had a quick turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's supposed to be, um, they're supposed to represent roadkill, things he killed as he was driving his truck, because it doesn't really show, you don't really get that hint when you're in the hospital, as this game progresses, you start realizing that, as as with every time in Silent Hill, it's starting to convert and take things from Travis's brain and create it around him, and create yeah, his own right. hell. If that's roadkill, then Travis has killed several human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's yeah. the 70s. It's true, yeah. And that could have been why that opening radio scene happened. Set up the nurses. He yes. had a fetish for nurses. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah. And well, speaking actors, of weird, actresses. weird fetishes, like when you first see, I mean, kind of like I thought at first this was supposed to be the premonition, or not premonition, but the origin of Pyramid Head, where you see this guy called the Butcher. And well. Is it? That's uh we'll get to that because okay. that goes into the endings. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll wait on we'll come back to that it, then. It has a lot to do with Travis's backstory as well. Okay, which I partly know, but uh, you guys aren't gonna be able to believe this, but I was not reading the notes. Not even <laughs> the blank notes. I didn't read any notes. I said, fuck it, we'll talk oh. about it on the show. I'm just gonna keep going. All right. All right, well, here's what happens. When you when you go to the hospital. You find out and start reading notes that Travis's mom tried to kill him when he was little. And then she was committed to the sanitarium in Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like an so this game. Isolate. Yeah. Male... This game still does the gags and like, like every Silent Hill has little gags. Like some, like a drawer will shake and you'll go check it. There's nothing in it. And then you'll walk away and it starts shaking again. Like it has little gags. And in this game, one of the gags that they do is when you're in the regular world, you go into a shower and it's empty. So then you go over to the mirror, which is like 10 feet away, and you go into the other world and you go back into the shower and scrolled on the floor in blood, it says, bring me my son. Yeah. Just little <laughs> gags like that. I love them. It's great. It's uh, it's. This game might be, I don't know, this might be one of my favorite Silent Hills playing it now. Just it's got so much of those little those little things in there, just little little touches that make it so nice. Mm-hmm. It's got like the weirdness of the protagonist and like the all the notes you find. I, I love the notes in this game because they're all since it's starting out, since it's like the beginning of Silent Hill. A lot of the notes are more normal, and then the ones that are weird really stand out by comparison. Like someone <laughs> yeah. will be talking about like otherworldly shit, and you're like that doesn't fit in with the 30 notes I just read about, like, uh, like the medicinal values of Tylenol. Oh, I do have one question, though, for Adam. So when you were reading the notes, were you reading in a minor voice again? Like, hey, Frank, I got your hammer. What's yeah. going on? Or... Yeah, no, I actually read them in a decent <laughs> uh, voice that went on in my head because they were kind of they were well written the way they should have been written. Or Shakespearean? Uh, yeah, like uh, there's fog and then there are hills. Yeah, some of them came across Shakespearean, but you know I think they're supposed to. You weren't talk- talking <laughs> a trucker voice to Helena the whole the whole week this time or anything like that. No, <laughs> no, I should have though. It's not too late. I'm just gonna do it just to piss her off now. Like, hey, Helena, over. Helena, over. 
you know, keep doing that. See how that goes for you. There's a little girl in that fire. <laughs> we gotta do something. Did you try call a convoy? Oh, oh, just read like all the most mundane lines in that in the most over exaggerated voice. Just like, huh? Where am I? <laughs> that was weird. Uh, she might not thank like... us, depending on how much you annoy her. <laughs> she'll she never be on this. the show again. <laughs> she just won't I... let. Me. <laughs> Gotta come out I do... at night and like secretly get on Skype. <laughs> I do Snake gotta. Is, uh... I was gonna we're... say this is where you're... Uh, you go, you go. Okay, there was a. I mean, this game all has really like identifiable, bo identifiable bosses. But I gotta say, the first boss wasn't the one that you fight in the hospital. If we start wrapping up that part, I mean, I was thought it was stupid. It just becomes a regular enemy, just a guy in a straight jacket that you gotta beat with a crowbar or beat with oh, a toy, whatever the hell you have. My God, yeah, the my <laughs> favorite enemy in the game because of how you fight it. If oh, you, uh, you I don't run. have a weapon in your hands. You do it. Travis goes into this like left, right, like one, two, one, two uppercut. It falls Ooh. on the ground and you kick it in the dick and it dies. <laughs> Every time I fought them, I was like, one, two, one, two, kick in the dick. Yeah. I couldn't stop like chanting that in my head. Every single one I fought. I never heard yeah. enemies without a weapon. Yeah, it's the uh, first Silent Hill game with uh, melee attacks that so have, don't require weapons. Stu's like, version of the Rocky. Well, you're you know you're a tough seventies trucker. It makes sense. You gotta God knows how many how many people you beat up at truck stops over the years. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people. Make fun of your secret desire to be an actor and the fact that your mom tried to kill you. You know, I really should have read the notes because I didn't get any of that other than I knew there was something wrong with his mother, but. Man, gotta read I, the I notes, Mike. Yeah, I mean, as you see last week, I, I don't read in, in horror games. I just finish them. In Silent Hill, you have Ooh. to assume everything. So, oh, yeah, I'm at the point where after playing six horror games, I'm just like, I'm done. I, I just want out. I'm like, get me out of Silent Hill. Get me out of here. You know, there's a lot of that. So, and reading's super important for some of the puzzles in this game. Oh well, my god, I, I was reading I something else for the puzzles, but you know. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert! I cheat. I'm a cheater. No, it, I mean I don't really think it's just the puzzles. These are the I also most, use most safe puzzles for Silent Hill, but they're up there. And there's some pretty messed yeah. up ones that I would have a really hard time figuring out if I wasn't just reading. But nothing well, as usually... bad as uh, you gotta turn the pipe on to run water through it to get the key to fall down three stories below you. Like nothing as dumb as that. Oh, but... I mean there was a dumb one like that. I want to say it's in the hospital. Where you had to, you have to turn on a water somewhere, then go into the other world, turn on a water somewhere else, <laughs> and then go downstairs and you'll find it. But you don't need a rubber yeah, yeah. ball to stick inside a pipe like you did in the yeah, stupid to flush um, toilet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also in that in that toilet area, there was um, a reference to the Silent Hill movie. I'm assuming it was a reference to the movie where there's barbed wire across one of the stalls. Mm-hmm. I was wondering. Yeah, I think that. that's in the yeah, first you never game. Anything. It was just barbed wire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's that's no item nothing. Which oh. became a part of the movie, which I imagine this game also then was like, hey, that was in the movie, let's put it in the game. So it's probably <laughs> just this constant cycle of referencing. Okay, because I mean, this is the like same hospital you went to in the first game. It's just years later, or <clears throat> years before. Yeah, because yeah. to be clear, if anyone doesn't know, this is the, the around the point when they split up Team Silent, and Konami literally just quit giving a shit about Silent Hill. They're just like, yeah. here, American companies, go ahead and make whatever you want. 
Yeah. <laughs> Trying to make a game as weird as Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they. I think they did a really fantastic job with this. I think, I think this is definitely where you see quality start dropping, but it's pretty gradual. I'd say, like, because I still like Homecoming personally. Yeah, I loved Homecoming. Uh, yeah, I think Homecoming. Never... It's, it's different. It's definitely more like it's more of a streamlined Silent Hill game, and so it loses some of the weirdness. But I still enjoyed it as a game. And then Downpour, I was like, eh, yeah, this just it's not it's not keeping me in. It's not keeping my attention. Mm, well, wasn't Homecoming more actiony as well? Yeah, well, like you were. It Trump made sense in the, in the yeah, it made sense in the story because you were like an you were a vet, you were a military guy. Um, so there was uh, a little bit more combat, but the bosses were a little bit more interesting, um, and they kind of made sense with like you having to use combat. And mm. it doesn't take place in Silent Hill; it takes place in Shepherd's Glen, which I think was. An interesting uh, idea. It was a risk. I didn't pay off, but I I see why they did that. Yeah, because that's okay. that's next to Silent Hill, right? Like the neighbor town yeah. or something. Yeah. It's introducing this other town that's right next to Silent Hill, and oh. I like the idea that Silent Hill is spreading. I really enjoy that, but yeah, I don't. That's that's a difficult thing to decide to do because then all the rest of your games have to be about that pretty much. You can't just say it's spreading, oh, we're not going to talk about that anymore. Like, Downpour goes straight back to Silent Hill. Well, they did a good job not talking about that. They just ended the series. That's all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everything well. it ended with Homecoming. Nothing came out after that. <laughs> I do want to play Downpour really bad just because everybody trashes it. So I'm very it's, interested to see what it is. It's got some interesting things. Like, you don't have the radio. Instead of the radio, it just starts pouring down raining, um, which, that's a cool concept. Like, if you're going to change the rules... That's a cool way to do it. It's just like the rest the rest of the game doesn't revolve around that kind of like quality risk taking. Okay. Yeah. One thing we haven't we mentioned a <laughs> the little bit. The most political bit. answer I can give. Like as if I've designed a silent hill. <laughs> oh well, one thing we had we had mentioned we've been kind of tiptoeing around. Is there the combat system of this game is different because for some reason they decided weapons breaking would be a wonderful idea. So you pick up <laughs> all sorts of of shit all over the place. You see a TV? Let's take a TV. You see an alcohol yeah. bottle? Let's take that bottle. Let's hit someone over the head. <laughs> so I mean, the, hell, and, you uh, a fucking drip stand for IVs as one of your weapons. I the, mean, come on now. The first portable TV I picked up, I thought it was an item. And I went throughout the whole hospital going, what the hell is I supposed to do with this TV? It makes and, sense. It makes sense as a puzzle item. It, yeah. And, and then, like, I went through my items, and I'm like, oh, I can swing this at people. Okay. <laughs> it's just Travis stealing TVs. That's his goal. <laughs> I like how uh, I like how there's like three games that come to mind when it says TV is a weapon. Now it's Silent Hill Origins, um, uh, Yakuza and Akiba Strip. And in Yakuza and Akiba Strip, they're both like it's a joke that you can use a whole TV as a weapon. In this game, it's completely serious. I mean, it works. Like, I mean, and you get, I mean, you get, you get more conventional weapon too. You like, you get, you get swords because why the hell they're katanas? But they're you get katanas. conventional weapons like katanas. <laughs> you get wood boards. I mean, you get crowbars. I mean, those aren't good. <laughs> I well, knives. Yeah. I know. I, I, I started the... talking and then I realized that I was bullshitting myself and it just kept going. So. <laughs> what I like the most <laughs> conventional weapon. <laughs> the first conventional weapon you think of is a katana. Hey, wow. Well, I, told, I told Jesse, I was like, I, oh man, I got a katana. And he started singing. I'm like, you sicko. I don't get that. 
This is a sushi shop near me that has like two katanas hanging on the wall. And I so badly, I want to go in there and like order some special off the menu and they pull the katana down and cut the sushi with the katana. Oh, I, I don't think that's going to happen. If I'm, I'm getting the special, I want the special fanfare. I want the them katana, to get the katana special. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to get the katana. I want them to serve the sushi on the katana. You have to eat it off the katana too. No chopsticks. <laughs> Without using chopsticks, yeah. I just said it like very carefully. He it's might like, be okay with this. <laughs> it's uh, it's sushi's answer to that um, that puffer fish that fucking rich people eat that like can kill you if it's cooked wrong. Fugu, yeah. fugu, yeah. Just like, like we see your fugu and raise you katana sushi. Eat it without your hands. <laughs> Don't slip. I, why does this just make? Yeah, okay. Uh, um, but I, I did like I. Oh, Adam, did you use the TV on anybody after you figured out it was a weapon, or did you just go? Oh, that's nice. No, so uh, when you, I was trying to do a very, very strong pacifist run in this game, just because I don't ever try to do that. And I was like, if I'm going to beat it, I know there's going to be rewards for not killing enemies and stuff like that, and like very small saves. And I realized I was probably going to play this game once, once I hit the sanitarium. Um, not because it's bad, because of something of my own stupidity, which we'll talk about in a second. Oh, okay. So I was running past enemies <sighs> a lot, and. I only killed ones that were like really pissing me off and <laughs> bosses. That's pretty much it. Same. The reason I hated, I started hating this game and then it won me back over a little bit was some of the items you can clearly tell are items. Like they're there. Okay. Yes. Let's tables. get into this shit. <laughs> and then I'm probably an hour into the sanitarium. I have no idea where I'm at. Because I didn't see the billboard with the sanitarium or the when you walk in that roundabout with the wheelchair because of my camera angle, oh. I didn't see the map laying there. And so yeah. same exact shit. And I am lost. I'm confused. <sighs> I'm getting so frustrated. And then I finally see it. And once again, it's <sighs> like an hour that I've been like doing stuff, going back and forth, and I not saving, and I die. That's about an hour of progress and i just like you know what i'm gonna take a break for a bit and then yeah, there are oh, the sanatorium is it's fucked up place too like that that was probably out of the places you go to which i think there's four of them that was the worst one for me in this game too oh absolutely mm -hmm. and uh, there's right after be... you run into uh the butcher too so you're like super on edge and then you're yeah, to be the maps and like all right this is a red squiggly i can't go here all right i can't go here i've been here all right i gotta go up to the second floor but in order to do that i have to go through this tunnel go into the overworld go up the stairs now i'm on the second floor and i was just like getting so angry yeah that's a common trope in silent hill to be fair resident evil does the same thing i think the only difference is they kind of highlight the map a little bit more i mean yeah. this, well, this was a messed uh, up place resident evil 2 remake that was like the I, I love what Resident Evil 2 Remake does with the map, where like if you run, if you step over an item, it like it shows up on the map. The actual item does. Oh yeah. The remake map cool. is basically what everybody did as a kid, where they like they'd have a printout of the map and they'd be like marking it off. Mm -hmm. Well, Origin uh -huh. kind of had that. You net, you had your save points. You knew where their puzzles were. You knew one way doors, and you knew you the squiggles. You couldn't just go <laughs> yeah. anywhere. The product fucking items like i'd say about 30 to 40 percent of the items in this game are not visible you just have to kind of like 
be searching everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, and I wouldn't have found was, things if it wasn't yeah. for the fact that I was reading a guide that said this is what's in the room. This is where it is. Find it because, like, like we were saying, it, mm-hmm. things are hard to see, and they don't, they don't, they're not flashing, they're not glowing. It's like, oh, a no. TV. Like, uh, like, you're like, oh, well, maybe pick up this TV. I don't know. Maybe I can pick up this drip stand. I mean, you just got to start touching things and seeing what happens. I didn't realize drip, until the. Yeah. It was at some point in the hospital where I was like, I just randomly clicked on a like a bookshelf and I got some like I got like a uh, melee weapon or something. And I was like, oh, are you fucking? Ki-? I had to go back to the entire hospital because I was like, I didn't know that shit was just not visible. Because <laughs> some items are very clearly items. Some items have like that weird like almost glow to them. They look different. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, okay, that's something on that desk that I can pick up. But don't do like do one or the other. Either I don't know. <laughs> it was really annoying. Like. I play a lot of survival horror, so I know you're going to search everything, but also, if you're going to make some items extremely visible, that kind of tricks my mind into thinking, well, if that item's extremely visible, then that's just the standard for how items appear in this game. But no, it's only, like, some of them. And I had a little bit of problems with the camera, like, trying to get it behind uh, Travis the whole time. So, yeah, yeah, you'd be like, oh, to the left, there's a door and a weapon. Wish I could have saw that an hour ago. As much as I enjoyed this game, it is not without its flaws. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still got the janky combat, which, um, you know, 2000, yeah, 2007, oh, you should probably be past that by now. <laughs> at least guns auto-locked. Yes. Uh, they, the small part. victories. <laughs> yes. Small victories. Oh, you get a lot of guns. One thing we kind of glossed over after that I, I want that I just remembered I want to go back before we get too far into Sanatorium, into the worst part of the game. Um, when you... As you pass through the butcher's shop and you first see the butcher, that scene yeah. was fucked up as all hell, where he has a nurse yeah, and he takes his blade, shoves it through her, and then, like, isn't he dragging it down her, like, cutting her open? I mean, that was one messed up scene. Yeah. yeah he, like, she slowly shoves it through her and drags it down and, like, kind of eviscerates her. And By the I technical definition of the term eviscerate, he eviscerates her. Yeah. And all I could think of this was or some is. sexual innuendo they were trying to tell me, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, I went my brain at least. So, to the butcher shop was another. (laughs) Once again, doors aren't clearly open or closed. And you're walking, and you're like, all right, you go down this. I can't go here. All right, once again, I can't go here because this road's blocked. And you pass the butcher shop. At least this happened to me twice. The bookstore and the butcher shop, where I didn't know I could go into the building. I was just thought, oh, well, the butcher shop just had a little bit of decor on it. Like, you know, cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the bookstore, really funny thing to mention about the bookstore, it only has comedy and horror inside of it. Yes. <laughs> and there's a poster for something called A Fistful of Epics, which I now want to see that movie. <laughs> something else, This and I'm backtracking a little bit, in the house in the fire, did anybody pay attention to the paintings on the walls? Oh. There is a pyramid head painting. Or at least, oh. like, I, like, as I was going up the steps, I was like, oh, that's a weird painting to have. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's there are a lot of little touches. Pyramid because Pyramid Head doesn't exist yet. So yeah, that's what I was like, hmm. Well, yeah, I always took the, because, uh, like, yeah, Sanitarium, you find out, like, your mom was um, uh, essentially infirm and placed away because she tried to kill you. Like, after you learned that, I was thinking back to the butcher scene, and I was like, oh, is the nurse supposed to be, like, his mom, and he's the butcher killing her? That's one of those weird things about Silent Hills. You, like, you play the game, and then you start to notice, like, the weird symbolism, and you're like, okay, how does this symbolism fit to this fucking character? What does this mean? Mm-hmm. 
Because, I mean, that's what they're going for. Like, I mean, you really see it, especially with the boss of the Sanatorium, which you really start seeing that this game, like, as every Sound Hill game, is about the character that's suffering Sound Hill. Yeah. Yeah, I took the straitjacket boss as him, like, having fear that he would develop his mother's mental health. Like, at one point, he would start losing his mind, maybe. Hereditarily. You the shit out of your mental health problems. Exactly. <laughs> oh, if you take that depression, you kick it in the dick. <laughs> one, two. One, one two. <laughs> kick it in the dick. <laughs> one, two, one, two. Kick it in the dick. I mean, Every very... fucking fighting game from now on, I'm not going to be able to get past that. I'm only playing as characters that can kick people in the dick. Nina Williams, second. One, two, one, two. Kick in the dick. I think at one point oh. I like I was actually chanting it out loud without realizing it. One, two, one, two, kick it in the dick. <laughs> one, two, one, two, kick it in the dick. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing that in class. Like I'm like I'm not gonna be paying attention to me sitting in a fucking sitting in a fucking room chanting that out loud to myself, and everyone's gonna be like, Are you okay? You wanna find out what I'm about? You've been <laughs> like chanting one... one, two, kick in the dick for the last hour and a half. <laughs> you just hold up your fist and go, I got one, two, you know what comes next. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about my mom killing me. What? <laughs> like someone's uh, dialing 911 very quietly. <laughs> but I mean, it 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 is interesting how they how well that they do like work the story, each Sound Hill story into the character. Like I mean, just like when you're in the Sanatorium, it is just really really fucked up. Everything about it, the enemies you're fighting are fucked up. Um, like you have these floating harnesses that come after you that are just weird as hell. I can like smack you or something. I think that was a, one of the main enemies they used oh, a lot um, in in the Sanatorium. Fuck the okay. What are they called? They have a name, but I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not the straight jacket. Straight, no, jacket, straight jacket is the boss. Taliban's uh, mama. Fuck, mama just killed a just man. Killed myself. Aerials. <laughs> they're called aerials. Of course. Okay, they were Ari I mean, Ariel like the mermaid, not Ariel like the system of a down song. But also, as you're going through, like, because I thought the Sanatorium was a did a good job of like trying to emulate, you know, the older those type of places, especially in the 50s, 60s. When you look at old yeah. films and things, I mean, they were fucked up places. Like, they really didn't know what the hell they were doing. I yeah. like that. Like, of course, Silent Hill has a sanatorium. Why wouldn't it? Even though it's a town of like 600 people, it has a whole sanatorium. And also, one thing we forgot to mention: the whole reason why he goes to the sanatorium because the nurse. From the first game, that's in this game. I can't remember her name. All of a sudden, Lisa Garland. Tells, yes, she tells you she's going to the sanatorium, and that's what draws you to go to the sanatorium next. Yeah, yeah, and they have five white rooms next to each other, and then the fifth one is your mother, and she's like, she's isn't she peering into it? And Travis is like, "What are you looking at?" And she's like, "You know what's in there." Mm -hmm. And yeah. it turns out to be his mom, right? Yep. Am I remembering that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly oh, here's the I, quote. <laughs> From the game it says i'm not dead locked away out of sight out of mind not dead i asked them to bring my boy to me come here boy let mama take a look at you like it's just fucked up you read I that like try trying changing in there but you read that like like a poetry slam <laughs> 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 like you need some guy in the bar just edit in bongos behind that <laughs> doof, doof, doof. Okay. Yeah, right? like get like the really thin rectangular glasses the sunglasses the beret well, i actually do have rectangular away, glasses, man <laughs> Okay, now I really want to go back and edit this out and redo it just like that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but I want out of, to. Out of mind, out of sight, like, whoa. <laughs> guy in the back of, doo, 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 doo. Uh, I mean, it, I didn't realize at first that that was his mother. I mean, because I wasn't reading anything. And 
paying attention. Also, well, like I said point, earlier, I was <laughs> I was wondering at that point if it was if they were trying to imply that Lisa was his mother, um, I was as opposed to but... just being a character. Because I thought that would have been a nice little like she's got some extra story to her existence. Uh, it would have like messed up Silent Hill one, but fuck yeah. it. I mean, Lisa's just the reference to to bring the two together. Silent Hill one in this game, also because Lisa was involved yeah. in the death and destruction of. Alessa, so well, yeah, she is directly a tool of Alessa. Basically, she is like, she essentially has like lost her mind almost entirely, and is just like hearing Alessa telling her to do shit. I do like yeah. her introduction where she's just like a regular nurse, and she's like, "Oh, sorry, the little girl died," and then immediately starts acting weird, like she's just like a yeah. normal nurse. Like, I'm sorry to tell you this, the little girl didn't survive it, and then immediately she's just like, "Things are happening in this hospital." And it's like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And then you oh, get her in yeah. the theater. <laughs> oh my god okay so the theater let's talk about the theater <laughs> because this is my favorite thing in all of silent hill the theater is what brought me back into liking the game again the theater is like peak weird silent hill it's so great you go to the the artad theater which uh again this is a tiny town it has a sanatorium it has a giant hospital it has a giant theater so i guess the small town is fucking rich um <laughs> And you go in, and Lisa's there, and you're like, Lisa, why are you here? And she immediately ignores your question, and she's just like, I always wanted to be an actress, you know? And then, like, sexy music starts playing? Yep. Like, it's very mom David Lynch. And her mom was... It, it, yeah, it reminded me so much of something out of Twin Peaks. Like, but my mom was a nurse, her mom was a nurse, so I had to be a nurse. But don't you think I have the acting skills? And they even give her character model this, like, weird, like, sexy walk up to you <laughs> and travis is like yeah you could you could totally be an actress you could be anything you want <laughs> anything you like, want baby anyway I, anyway uh i've gotta go i'll see you later and you're just like wait what and she just leaves and you're like okay i guess back to the game like it feels <laughs> like the moment it feels like a moment that doesn't belong in the game at the end of it they're like yeah that happened all right let's go back to solving this mystery about Alessa. <laughs> <laughs> let's just it's ignore just, that that never had to play I mean, is that supposed to be it's character building it's character like, building i mean well it could be in a sense it could be the fact that you know less is controlling her and that's what a child would make a grown woman do in a sense it's like oh you're gonna walk sexy you're gonna hit on this random guy because i have control of you that idea I mean, well, it could be something. clear that Alessa doesn't have control of lisa garland she actually lets lisa garland do whatever she wants because she was nice to her when she was in pain she like whispers in her ear though. It's like... Yeah, but she does whisper, whisper things to her. So yeah, it's 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 when I said she's like a tool of her. It's not like yeah, she's not like puppeting Lisa physically, but yeah, she's right. like like hey, you need to go tell this guy this. She's like Palpatine. Alessa's it's... like Palpatine. Okay, so she's a puppet master. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ultimate power. <laughs> Just imagining Alessa Gillespie and like. Star Wars, the prequels, would have made this movie so much better. <laughs> Why is a 12-year-old running Senate? <laughs> the Senate is mine! <laughs> and like Lisa, instead of Jar Jar Binks, it's Lisa Garland standing behind her. I have another hot take. <laughs> episode 1 is a good movie. So Yeah, episode 1's fine. Episode 2 is garbage. Episode 1 is good. But alright. <laughs> episode 2 did... is great when they're not talking. And I hate sand. Sand is rough, but you, you're soft. 
Yeah. Okay. We talked <laughs> about the scene in uh, I think it was the third movie where Mace Windu is talking to Anakin, and they're like they're just walking from point A to point B, but they stop five times in the middle of this conversation for like dramatic pause, and it's like, what the fuck is happening? It's so, so you can see the Millennium Falcon in the background. Yeah, I think it, that's why that's my theory. Is so you can see the uh, the it was the LAATs in the background, yeah. like a new ship that they loved, and I thought that was just to show the ship off. <laughs> it's like, why else would they stop five times in front of this fucking ship? Okay. Um, one thing, so one thing that There's we a war we on Anakin. There's a war. One thing we kind of touched on a little bit is after you finish an area in this game, before you go to the next one, you run around Silent Hill, as Adam was talking about the squeaky lines and stuff in the city, and how you yeah. can't tell what a fucking door is and what what's going to open. Because you go to some doors and they don't open. They're not a room. You go to some doors and they open, and there's not a whole lot of significance of what's going to open and what's not. There's very few places that you can actually go into. I mean, I knew what to do because it said I was just reading. <laughs> But I can see well, how it would be very confusing if you're playing this game legit. That's 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 basically every Silent Hill, but yeah. this game specifically because it's portable and they just they couldn't make a lot for it. Like, one thing we yeah. had <laughs> mentioned, I fucking hated running around in the open because the enemies like they will fucking chase you down like a rabbit hound forever. Like I would put oh, energy, yeah. energy drinks, I'd run like okay, I lost them. I look back, nope, they're still chasing after me. <laughs> So, so Mike, is, Mike is referring to the bad stamina in this game, which I have no idea why they would implement that because it's just a terrible design. Stamina, breakable yeah. weapons, stuff that is good in like big open world games and exploration games, but not in a Silent Hill. So, <laughs> I actually have a theory on that. Is it bunnies? No, well, because he's a trucker. So, because this oh game God, came out joke. for PSP. You'll notice, like, a, there's a lot of long corridors oh. in areas, and they implemented long ways to because there's hardly any loading except you're going through a door. Right. Other than that, yeah, there wasn't any hiccups, and so because of those long things, they're loading everything, and the stamina. Because I was thinking, because I hated the stamina, I was like, maybe the stamina is to slow you down so the game has a little bit more time to load without that many hiccups. That makes complete it's sense possible. as soon as you said that it made like, i knew exactly what you were gonna say it made complete sense to me because the yeah. first game the whole point of the fog was to hide the loading mm -hmm. the whole point of the fog was to hide that like they weren't rendering everything outside your vision right. that draw makes complete sense to me yeah that's a good point oh. thank you adam <laughs> uh, <that's okay>. <laughs> we, somebody <laughs> just fainted from that uh that revelation yeah, I that <laughs> silent hill revelation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop <laughs> all right <laughs> but i i did not like the stamina system either but that's a good point of what he was saying why it probably was yeah. why i could have been in here <laughs> yeah it's still shitty but it makes sense yeah, yeah. oh but i do want to talk a little bit more about is there anything else about mama that you guys want to say because i didn't really read um, anything so i'm curious if you guys any more takes I, on mama hey hit the stream Stefan did it better than me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think uh, i like, I like mama's like design yeah, um, yeah i was just about was, to say that it creeped the hell out of me. So it's so those who don't know what we're talking about, because I didn't really post a lot of screenshots of this game because we were hiding our spooked over. Um, um, it's a woman wrapped up in bandages inside like a glass tube with a chain with like a cage around her. Oh, There's a it. specific. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, yep. Yeah, it's a uh, like medieval torture device type thing. I think oh. mm -hmm. uh, okay. a gibbet cage. G I B B E T. For those listeners trying to look up gibbet. <laughs> It, it, it was, was like it, a, uh, I think it was, it was used to like, uh, it, it wasn't like a torture device per se. I think it was like a 
public execution thing, more like a guillotine. Okay. I'm looking up exactly how it works, and now my Google search history is going to be Well, here, awful. here, I have the symbolism pulled up from the Fallon Hill Wikipedia I can read real fast. It's Well, one, this creature is a representative of Travis's memory of his mother, which we are kind of gotten. And it's supposed to be represent her... Cha- uh, her mum- she's mummified, cage state, rep- representing her stay in Cedar Grove Sanitarium, being constantly under watch and caged up, caged up, unable to see her family or be free. And then it talks about the gibbet thing that he also said. But it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a cage in which criminals are locked up and hoisted in the air, and they usually it was often for punishment, but occasionally it would be used as a form of public execution. The criminal would die of exposure. Oh, so it's kind of like a. Uh... What's that George Lucas movie with the little guy in it? Um, um, Return of the Jedi? Phantom Menace. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the fantasy one. Temple of Doom? Uh, Willow, what you're looking for. Willow, yeah. Oh. The, the thing that um, Mad Mardigan was in. That's basically what it is. <laughs> I like that my answer. Stretch. <laughs> George Lucas movie with the little guy, episode one. <laughs> that was good. And I didn't realize this, but I guess she she tried to kill him with natural gas inhalation. Uh, so that's why she shoots out the gas. They were saying in here. Yeah, there was something about her like trying to start a fire in one of the okay the notes, yeah. like turning on gas and yeah. Yeah, and I, I, might know. Know. I don't remember a, that. It's just such a weird sequence because yeah, you come into a room and it's like. You're just your mom, but strung up in this fucking this glass bell-shaped cage, and just starts like shooting gas out at you. It's like, what the fuck is happening? I'll get you more fucked up though than that. Oh yeah. Like I mean, Arkin's theater. Like we were talking a little bit. I mean, one besides, I mean, I thought the theater looked fucking cool. Like I, I enjoyed everything yeah. but those stupid puppets that ran on their hands and kicked me in the face. <laughs> I did not like those puppets. Or, like, I think the first time you see one, it's hanging on the ceiling, and it just comes towards you, and I fought it, like, and I had a hard time killing it. Yeah. Uh, they're like the mannequins in this game. They're like the... Mm-hmm. It's this game's version of mannequins from Normal Silent Hill. They're called Ariels, and they... The ma- Were the mannequins in the first one, or, they in, or are they in two? Uh, I don't remember now. I think okay. they were introduced in two, but I could be wrong about that. Um, I definitely know they're in three. They're definitely in three. I think they're in two. I don't know if they're in one. Uh, I hope that answers your question. It doesn't, but I'll, <laughs> it I'll take it. Yeah, the aerials are like they like hang from the fucking ceiling and grab you, and uh, I think they're like like they're related to the. I don't know. I, they might actually just be called puppets. They're uh, called aerials. Yeah, well, there's the ones that like run across the ground too. Uh, Those fucking bastards. Oh, we they, should they, mention the fact too they that they grab you when they walk in a room. They fucking freak me out. Yeah, yeah, and then when they grab you too, the, the weird thing about this game as well is that it has quick time events, so you have yeah. to hit buttons to <laughs> get released from their grab. X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X Okay, so that wasn't just my that wasn't just my my um computer. No. Okay. No. Uh, it's oh, okay. I thought it was just my computer was <laughs> fucking up all this time. Like, I can't run a fucking PSP emulator. What the hell? Uh, no. The problem with that is that you're playing a PSP game with a VHS overlay on it, and so it's quite hard to see in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that adds to like the song. Like, 
I I like that. It was it was really hard to see. It was kind of hard to tell what was going on. Okay. But I I really enjoyed that feature. Also, since we're bringing up graphics, one thing that I I'm curious. I'm assuming it was just my hardware, but there were times when I, a couple times happened in the stairwell. I would turn on the flashlight because I couldn't see, and the flashlight would light up one area. The sound would go crazy, and then everything else would be completely black shadow, except for Travis running along. Like I'm assuming that wasn't in the game for anybody else. Uh, I actually had a problem with that because I was running okay. on PSP. Um, that didn't have sound issue, but there was a few times where, yeah, half my screen was just black. Okay, and yeah, it was like directly down the half. Like, you yep. could tell it wasn't, okay, so it wasn't just. I really, maybe yeah, I really enjoyed my PSP, but it had some problems. And, we all played. Uh, that was pretty common on the PSP as well. That was not yeah, PSP just like, is, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. PSP was an, an interesting system in all that it was trying to do, but yeah, it definitely had some some technical issues occasionally. It was ahead of its time. Like I, I have a funny story. This doesn't involve me, but I'm gonna tell. Since I don't get to tell the story very often, uh, I'm gonna tell it. So when back when I was in high school, oh five, oh six, or time, around the time when this came, when PSP came out, and I was graduating, a friend of mine had got a bunch of money for college because he was gonna go to college. And I remember one of the things he did is he went and bought a PSP with it. And it, when PSP first came out, it wasn't cheap. No, it <laughs> and wasn't. I remember his mother. I think it was like two hundred dollars. It was expensive. The price of essentially a whole new console. And I Ooh. and I remember he had to hide it from his mother because she's like, "How'd you get that?" He's like, "Oh, you know, I've been working." He was working, but yeah, he he <laughs> he, he, he used to sell papers, and the whole idea. Well, he don't listen to the show, so it's okay. And the whole idea was that <laughs> he's that like, "I'll take the money." No, I no, but he take the money from the papers that he made and use that to pay back the college fund for the PSP. Unfortunately for him, he never put the money back in, and he ended up losing the job eventually because it just stopped. Because the future came, people stopped buying papers as much in 2007. Also, he was selling morning. papers in high school. When you say like I'm selling papers, in my mind that is like a 10 year old kid on a bicycle. No, we, yeah. we stood on the corner. I did this job too. Oh, this sounds terrible. We stood in the corner and we would sell paper. We would sell newspapers. So you were newsies. Were... You were newsies. Get, get your paper over here. Get your paper over here. Over here. Did you have like the like the newsboy caps too? I did not. I had a winter jacket. I was freezing my ass off. My Big bundles. Hitler died. The war is over. Our boys are coming home. Uh, well, I do remember Zeppelin one time. Into the side of the I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, my stomach starts acting up. And I'm like, okay, where the hell do I go? Then I'm thinking to myself, okay, what do I do? Do I sit here and figure out what the hell I'm going to do? Or do I take all these papers and find a way to bring them all inside the McDonald's with me? So I remember having that thought pattern. So <laughs> I, I like the idea of you going in and people stealing papers. I was, well, if, you, if they steal the papers or if you – because you get 50 cents for every paper. And you sell them for a dollar. So if you lose all your papers, well, you owe the company now for all the papers, even if you didn't sell them. Well, yeah, but like, hey, like if I saw a stack of papers, I don't think, I don't think like stealing a stack of papers would like cross my mind if I but saw. But you didn't grow up in Milwaukee. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> papers are a big market in Milwaukee. <laughs> black market. Got some black Milwaukee. market Milwaukee weeklies here. Uh, Milwaukee's a special. I was in a special. <laughs> say I wasn't in the best area of town. Newspaper like the inside of a birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, one thing we didn't mention is that each time in this game, it does hey, something hey, to lead extra, you. I got the family circus on page five. <laughs> <laughs> leads you to the next area. Like, from the sanatorium, you can find a ticket. That's what leads you to the theater. And as we were talking about the theater, I really like how you go through the theater and the whole time you're trying to get the stage up and running. You got to get the lights on to get the curtain, to raise the curtain. I, I liked all that, that you're all trying to 
bring up the curtain so you can put the scenery down to make a to get this like something to do with a play. Like I thought that was really cool. How you go in the and other you, world, like, you see play too, which is cool. And it's all because um, Alessa once saw a play there. Mm, yeah. Wasn't the play Hamlet or something? I know it was Shakespeare. Know. It was Shakespeare's The Tempest. Oh, so the a bunch Tempest. of minors? That's right. Is that what it was? A bunch of minors writing Tempest? A bunch of minors doing The Tempest, yeah. No, nobody? Everyone's just ignoring my joke here? Come on. I'm hurt. <laughs> this is a very cultured town. <laughs> but, I mean, oh. I didn't care for the Caliban boss because I never either. The Caliban boss is a boss you fight in the theater, also the boss becomes a regular enemy later on where I just run away from and never bother to fight, which I think is also supposed yep. to be roadkill. No, no, never mind. Mm -hmm. Caliban is something that Alessa saw when she was at the play. That's what that is. It's he a... is a character in The Tempest, is what he is. So it's, uh, <laughs> in the beginning, you get a note and it's like, hey, the Caliban is hidden in the cave, or something like that. You know, it, I think it might have been a note for the movie, or the play. And that's probably the monster that she saw. And uh, that's why you have to set up the set piece as the cave and then get everything okay. to actually unlock it. I, I did think that was cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting concept for a uh, an enemy. Because um, yeah, it comes straight from the play and it's like their interpretation of... It's like the, the Silent Hill acting troops interpretation of the play that scared Alessa because she remind it reminded her of a dog and she thought it was like a dead dog that was still alive somehow and that's like and in her mind she uh like ruined the play she gave the guy a like a headache and a nosebleed and that ended up becoming like a figment of Silent Hill because it was a just a fear that she had imagined okay which i think is more explanation for any sort of enemy in Silent Hill we've ever gotten, but it's a really good one, so I'm fine with it. Like, you don't really get... I, th I think the, the like, dark, uh, like, babies in the first or second game that run around with knives, you get a little explanation for what they are, I want to say. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. But, I don't know, I really liked how the Caliban came to be. That's a... It's a cool enemy, and it's an interesting backstory to that enemy. Yeah, the writing in this game is actually it's pretty good for a Silent Hill game. It does it's pretty good. It's pretty good for a Silent Hill game. It's good at <laughs> pretty good anyway. It's good at capturing that Silent Hill weirdness and creepiness and kind of doing more with it. The writing right. is definitely where this game excels. Mm -hmm. I really I did like a so lot too. of. I liked a lot of things about this game. I did enjoy oh. the fucking weird ass monsters and everything too. <laughs> I didn't fight them. I ran. I mean, one thing you like, I, we, I know we kind of touched on a little bit. You can run from almost everything in this game if you want to. Like, you don't have to fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The corridors are built specifically, like, super big for some reason. Whereas in, like, Silent Hill 1 and 2, they're really tight. So you have to kind of fight everything. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why they did that. I, I think they just wanted you to use more of those useless weapons that you find everywhere. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, <laughs> you kick them in the dick. They they break really easy too. You know it doesn't yeah. break? Fucking dick kicks. <laughs> can't break your foot. I guess you can, but well, you, you can't break game. your foot. <laughs> yeah, but not in this game. You got steel two boots on, you're a trucker. <sighs> the punch thing, I mean I, I, I think you can kill every boss by punching them if you had to, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, you absolutely could. I mean, I, uh, the Caliban's like, they can fuck you up, but if you figure out their pattern, they're not bad at all. Every 
can fuck you up really bad. I mean, I did a lot yeah. of shooting in this game. Oh, I only shot bosses. Like, everything else, I used melee weapons when I did fight, but I you can use a lot of fucking ammo, too, in this game. Like, when I fought Mama and I fought Caliban, I would just unload tons of bullets mm-hmm. to be fast. Oh, yeah. Too much. <laughs> like, I, I was like, okay, that that's a little too much shooting here. Like, this isn't necessary. Like, this is not the kind of game where I collect all this ammo just so I unloaded on the boss. Like, I, I didn't. Well, that did bother me. Didn't Mama take, like, 35, 40 bullets or something crazy like that? I didn't count, but it was a lot, and I thought I was missing. Yeah, I I think it was 35. Because she screamed when you hit her. Yeah, it's a rough fight. But it's it's not, like, it's not undoable. It's, like, you figure out her pattern, and it's, uh, you know, it's it's definitely a doable boss fight. It's not, like, some crazy shit where it's, like, all of a sudden the game is 10 times harder. That's how I felt anyway. I didn't think, I didn't think the boss fights were like that difficult. No, no it's like run to corner, punch. shoot. <laughs> it's like one, two, kick. Yeah. yeah. One, two, one, two, kick in the dick. One, two, kick in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have trouble going to play any other game now. Any game that has like a kicking melee attack. Well, there is one game which it'll be a little while before we can have it on the show, but I really want to called Breakdown for original Xbox, which is a first person shooter where you oh, can punch and kick. That. Yeah. It's really cool, but we it's only only on original Xbox, so we have to have other ways to play it eventually. But it's on it's on my list. Someday. Well, I've got Xbox 360, so so it's not playable on that. It's gotta be. It's got Xbox 360 had backwards compatibility. Yeah, but I don't know if that one is. Yeah, not all games were ever fully made backwards compatible. We might have we to play it through a lot of them, but yeah. other means. So make it happen, Microsoft. <laughs> okay um and after you finish fighting the caliban and that's when you end up going to the last place of this game that i want to uh, well the last like oh, real oh. dungeon before you go to the ending we go to the riverside motel was the motel in other silent hills too yes i i was actually yeah. playing silent hill 2 before we did the podcast and i walked right by it it looks almost exactly the same that's it's cool. not bad yeah. yeah it's uh i think you oh man i don't know if you go to it in any other game okay but you definitely see it in other games mm-hmm. um it was it was wait, weird was, like yeah silent hill 2 though it was different wasn't it like the lakeview hotel mm, that well there's there's old town silent hill and then there's new town silent hill so one of them has a different motel i think than the other is what it is let's just let's just assume they're the same yeah Man, you, i gotta say this little town only 600 people has a lot of shit in it, like, you know? Yeah, it's got a whole fucking hospital, it's got a whole fucking theater, it's got a sanatorium, it's got multiple hotels, it's got several bookstores and general stores, and it's you like... a strip club. It's a, this is the only, like, this is the only place that was marked for commercial use at all of Pennsylvania, <laughs> so they have to just put everything, there. everywhere else in Pennsylvania is residential. It's, it's, all, it's 99.9% residential, one mine, and Silent Hill. <laughs> That's it. I mean, the motel is when I also started realizing more of the fucked up story that's come, that happens in here. Like, this is when you find out more. Like, this is when you start really realizing that Travis has been in Silent Hill before. At least mm-hmm. I started realizing it because I wasn't reading any notes. <laughs> so, well, this is like, uh, it's a fucking slog to get to that motel, too. We should mention that. Because you gotta yes. go, you go from the, uh, the theater through Silent Hill, through, like, the bookstore and then a general store... And then oh, you get to the, the apartments. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, there's actually a really cool thing you can do on the way there that kind of doesn't make it a slug, but it's just a neat little thing. Is that 
on top of the post office, which you can go to, there are cocoons there, which if you guys remember Silent Hill 1, that's where you fought the giant moth. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a neat little, like, I was like, oh, my God, that's cool. We got the lore. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go up the, I mean, I didn't even know, you, I didn't go by the post office. I only went to certain places where the guy told me to go where I had items, and the other one I didn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the best, because it's easy to get lost. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why I, I, I won't play horror, I don't play, well, I don't play many games without a guy in general, especially a game like this. I have to have a guy, because I just, I'll get really frustrated. Like, if I would have lost an hour worth of progress, like what happened to Adam in the Santorium, yeah, I would have had a hard time coming back to the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's just well, that, that kind it's of just stuff. like, can you fly there? What's going on? Well, one of the Riverside Motel's puzzles drove me insane, because, all right, doing the whole thing, you get into that one hallway where you can peek into the rooms, mm. and that's, like, part of the puzzle it's like there's a, you know, a note on the wall when you look in. And I didn't know. I just thought like oh, walking down those hallways, they were just pipes like with broken and had like light coming through. So as I'm trying to figure out this puzzle, I'm going insane, going backtracking. <laughs> and then finally I realized you can look in one. And I think the one I happened to look into is like one of the only kind of like jump scares in the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like. Ah, son of a bitch, I'm not looking in any of these other ones. <laughs> what, you know what's what you know, scary? You can go ahead and explain it, Adam. Okay. Well, which one? The jump scare. Oh, okay. All right, well, the one I saw was when you look in one, the butcher's standing there in the room. Oh. And then if you, look, if you look away and you look back in it again, then he's gone. It's like he's been chasing after you this whole time is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, then there's one of uh, Lisa and or Lee, I think oh, you just see Lisa Kaufman. with drugs. Yeah. yeah, you find her and Coffin in a room filled with drugs and like some weird tension. Yeah, they were uh, having sex, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Like, oh, didn't fancy running into you in this only other place in this town? Wasn't there a motel in the first Sound Hill too that you went to that you found drugs at? Yeah. I okay. think that was the Lakeview Motel, but I okay. Mm-hmm. Might, they might have meant to be the same motel. They might be the same motel. Fucking right Well, you know, after big murders and drug use, you just kind of want to rebrand yourself. <laughs> they changed it from Riverside to Lakeview. Yeah. Well, the river dried up, so there all that was left was a lake, and they were like, "Well, fuck it, we got to rename the motel." <laughs> Crystal Lake was taken. <laughs> yeah, the Crystal Lake Motel <laughs> in the middle of Silent Hill. Okay, I didn't get... Boy, he shows I, up and he's just like, he feels at home for the first time in his life. <laughs> I, I didn't get here. the butcher. Like, I looked through those windows too, but the game had said you get a jump scare, and I didn't see anything. That's why I was really curious. I looked through all of them, but there was nothing there. But that makes sense now. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then you look at them again in the other world, and it's just hanging bodies. Oh, yeah. Is that, that's uh, after, is that before or after you kill the butcher? After before, is, is it after? Because I'm wondering if yeah, I'm wondering it's, if it's exactly. before you kill the butcher, you get the jump scare, and after you kill the butcher, you don't get it. I'm wondering if that's the case. Probably. Anyway, you kill no, the I, butcher. Yeah, Adam's right. I think. I think you go back down that hallway in the other world, and then it's different, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Because like yeah, the butcher is a cool fight too. Well, kind of. Yeah, I like. It. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> mind. 
He's kind of a doofus, but yeah. Well, yeah, I got him too, where he could trap him around the corner. If you walk around the table, you can get him just to get stuck on the table and just shoot him and just let him. And yeah. After a while, he'll unstuck himself, but it'll take a while. He's no tired. Stuck himself. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, he's he did no me put a sword through me, but. Oh, he killed you? Oh, or... No, he put a sword oh. through me, and I just drank a, uh, a health drink, and I was back to yeah, That's how that works. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just take out a little first aid kit. Like, in the middle, you, like, time out, and you pull out your first yeah. aid kit. And you're like, oh, hold on, I gotta drink this shit real quick. <laughs> like, guts are falling out of your stomach. Just drinking a 7-Up. Just fine. so you know, when I get my intestines back in me, you're getting old 1-2 kick in yeah. the dick. 1-2 <laughs> <laughs> kick in the dick. <laughs> just imagine the butcher like staring down at his crotch, like looking uncomfortable. <laughs> you see like a twinge of regret in his eye. When I first saw the butcher, I thought it was Pyramid Head or a reference to Pyramid Head at first. Well, uh-huh. he has the Pyramid Head, like he's Pyramid Head in every sense, Light. except he doesn't have the Pyramid Head. He's got yeah, like yeah. the butcher coat. He's got the big sword. He's got like the big muscular, like scarred body. But like in Homecoming, he wasn't known as Pyramid Head. He was known as Judgment. Yeah. And so I just figured every Silent Hill has their version of what is now known as Pyramid Head, just with a different well, name. There yeah. is That's this really cool comic book that, that explains that Pyramid Head, when, some, when nobody's in Silent Hill, he goes into this uh, other world where he just stands on this pedestal and waits. And then as soon as yeah. somebody enters Silent Hill, he's allowed to leave. So oh. I don't know. Yeah. That's it's really kind of cool, cool but... Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, they changed the rules about Silent Hill, and so Pyramid Head is a bunch of different things to a bunch of different people. So, like, in Silent Hill 2, when he was introduced, he was meant to be, like, the representation of, uh... Oh, God, what's the fucking guy's name in Silent Hill 2? Um, James Sutherland. James Sutherland, yeah. It's like, he's meant to be a representation of his, of his like, sexual frustration. Like, mm-hmm. it's a desire to, to just fuck some nurses. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, in this game kind of implies that Pyramid Head was just like the town butcher who became a monster. Um, well, it looks like and it's then supposed became to be some, like, supernatural creature. Uh, Travis's inner rage and pent-up anger. Correct. Yes. Because if you guys remember, when you're going around the town, I think it's after every boss or after you leave every place, you pick up a photo and it'll have a picture of a woman dead in some way. So her throat will be yeah. slit, she'll be her wrists will be slit or something. And the intention that I got was that Travis killed people. And that, or that, that's what the bad ending would be is that he killed people. Yeah. And he did get like, he did get the insanity from his mother or whatever, the hereditary insanity. Uh, When this, I think the next boss fight in my mind explains Travis's whole character. Oh yeah. Because the next mm -hmm. boss fight, you go to room 500, and you go down this giant fucking shaft to uh, another doorway, and you come across your father hanging from a noose. But he's still alive. Like, he's like a reanimated corpse. Like, it's like, it's a really creepy scene that immediately becomes kind of goofy. Or mm-hmm. Richard, uh, Richard um, Brady. Brady starts talking. He's like, hello, son. You're like, what the fuck? And he's like, you, uh, it's time you faced up to what happened. And in my mind, that meant Travis, like, Travis's mother tried to kill him. Travis's mother was interred, or not interred, uh, put in a fucking sanctuary, whatever. Um, I, there's a word for it, and I can't think of what the word is. When you're <laughs> put into a hospital against your will, what is the word for that? Committed? Yes. Yes, committed. Yes. 
when his mother was committed and then his father killed himself, what I got was like, oh, Travis hates women because in his mind, his like women are evil because his mom tried to kill him and made his dad kill himself. And like he blamed his mom for everything that happened. Right. Because so, yeah, like, you, yeah, you find those notes where he says like his dad's like, oh, I miss you so much, but I wish I could see you. But he can't. He like goes and visits her. But every time like sometimes she's crazy, sometimes she's nice. It varies. But it, it, makes it eventually makes him want to kill himself. Yeah. Makes sense with Lisa, too. Because it's like, if Lisa is... If, like, Lisa's acting how Silent Hill wants her to act, where she's just, like, trying to flirt with him and give him this, like, this runaround to give him non-answers, it makes sense because that would be what Travis's view of what women would be and his hatred of them. It makes sense with him finding all this, like, like he's essentially romanticizing the idea of killing women. Because, I mean, when you come across the butcher the first time, he's flaying that fucking nurse. And you see him right. killing a two-back later, which looks like two people having sex running around on horseback. So That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't think Travis has killed anybody, but I think he has definitely thought about it or wants to, subconsciously. Well, just even, just, just spe- speaking from the isolation of, if you were a truck driver, I mean, being, I had a job once where I drove a truck on third shift and I drove around and sucked up garbage all night. And being alone and being in that situation where all you have is your radio, I mean, it can, it does things to you. And there's nobody there but you. Yeah. Like, if something went wrong, if I locked the keys in the truck, which I did once, mm-hmm. who am I going to call? There's no one to call. There's no one but me. I have to figure it out myself. And it's that, that isolation, that loneliness yeah. that really can do things to you. And I think that's partly what they're trying to expose well, the character. Yeah, yeah, the other part of the isolation comes from, as well as that, when he found his dad hanging, he didn't leave the room and tell anybody. He just stayed there with the yeah. body. Which yeah. makes sense. I mean, from a standpoint of your body's not able to accept what, or not your body, your mind can't accept what's happening, so you change it into a different way. Like, you're like, he's not dead. He's sleeping. Like, I think there's even a comment that's like, he's sleeping. Wake up, dad. Wake up. And it's that same idea of a child you know, not, or someone's not really taught what death is. And depending on what your, how your brain works and what you know, you're not going to understand what's happening because you haven't experienced right. this yet. Yeah. And his dad even said, says that in that cutscene, <laughs> like, wake up because you know, I'm not sleeping. Like, you know, you yeah. know what's going on. But it's also that, I mean, that hit home for me in one sense, because like with my, with my son, he's, he's autistic. And there was a, at one point I want to say he was seven or so. We had never really taught him what death was. And he saw something dead, like a bird or something simple. He's like, Oh, he's, and then we're like, he's sleeping because we didn't know how to handle it and how to explain it to him and not even thinking about it. But as, you know, as a little bit of time went on, he's like, Oh, they're sleeping. Like, you know, and then it's like, how do you now change, you know, that same idea. At least that's what it reminded me of from a personal standpoint. Mm-hmm. And I say, uh, all the tension is taken out of this whole sequence uh, as soon as you learn what the name of the boss is called. <laughs> I didn't find out until just now. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we talked about how, like, tense and dramatic this scene is. Immediately, immediately. The game doesn't tell you this, but if you know what the boss is called, immediately it loses all tension, all drama. The boss that you fight after this is called Sad Daddy. <laughs> oh, I didn't know the name of the boss. Yeah, sad daddy. It's it is so funny to me that it's like you talking to your father about all this like subconscious hatred and design, (laughs) like complete inability to like go to the fact that your father killed himself. And he's like, and now I become sad daddy. (laughs) Ah." Sounds like something you'd get off an infomercial. 
<laughs> you haven't trouble other... with Sad Daddy. Was Travis from For three this easy town? payments of 1999. Or was he just visiting this town? Did that ever... No, he, he was in the town when he was younger, is oh, what it is. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. was initially a resident of Silent Hill. But he has, like, no recollection of it, correct? Like, I mean, yeah. I'm assuming all the trauma, which, I mean, I found out personally not too long ago was really fucking real. Like, if you go through a traumatic event, you can't remember. Like, you just, your memory will oh, yeah. block it out. Yep. I'm yeah. tell the story on here. So, totally like, one thing that I have realized, like, with me personally, I can recognize anybody's fucking face. I, if I saw you at some point 10 years ago and you somehow played a part in my life, even something simple as in, hey, I used to work with you for a week. I will remember you. Like, well, even, hey, even here in a movie from, called The Ghostbusters from years ago, you look different. You walk into my store. I go, hey, that's Mr. Hudson. And I have really <laughs> good facial recognition. I, I recognize the guy right away, even though I haven't seen him in a movie in years at this point. And I even ran into a, uh, a co-worker recently that I hadn't seen in years, and I recognized the person had been like 10 years. And uh, it was recently I was walking around, and I ran into my, my ex not that long ago, and I could not fucking recognize her. And I'm still thinking this day, was it her? Because of all the trauma and bullshit I went through, like my brain just went, nope, she doesn't exist. You don't know what you're talking about. No person like that in your brain. And I'm like sitting here going like, I'm trying to see if I could see her tattoos, but like, I need I needed something to say, is this the person? Because I just couldn't. I couldn't trust my own memory. And that also made me think about what Travis is going through because he can't, he blocked out all this. I mean, this is much worse than what I went through, but he blocked out everything. Like he doesn't, like when you first go to Silent Hill, he doesn't say, Hey, that's where my dad died. And my mother wasn't, was that like nothing. He just like, Oh, I got to go past through Silent Hill. I'm in a rush. Like I, I thought yeah. that was an interesting thing. Yeah. Repression's absolutely a real thing. And repression's weird because yeah, you know, like your brain will forget traumatic experiences. But you also, it's one of those weird things was like, you don't remember that you don't remember something. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. after it happened to me, and I went through, and I saw, you know, and I saw who I'm pretty sure at this point was her, all of a sudden, everything came flooding back to me, and things I completely forgot that I forgot. I'm like, what, you know, it, you know, just shows you what trauma, like, I thought it also kind of connected with this game, what trauma can do to you in real life. Mm -hmm. Human brains are weird. Yes, they are. <laughs> but at least I don't have a dad named Sad Daddy, so I'm okay. Sad Daddy. Sad Daddy, uh, uh, um, <laughs> his like attacks are really creepy too. Because he'll, like, he'll choke you, which just like it's even creepier. Like the fact that you find him in a noose and then he's trying to uh, like strangle you to death is even creepier to me. Mm. And also, like, this is another thing, another story I want to say. But like every time I hear the word "daddy," it it you know at one time, like let's say here five years ago, it didn't mean anything. Like, okay, it didn't mean the weirdness that it does <laughs> to me now. I used to have a friend who was dating this girl, and for some reason, she started calling him daddy. Oh and, my god, Mike. And I remember when he first told me they were on the bus. She's like, Daddy, and he just looked at her like, What are we doing? <laughs> and everyone else in the bus looked at him too. And, and I'm just he was a sad daddy. Uh, he was sad <laughs> after that. But... What's up, sad daddy? <laughs> like, oh, oh god, that's like playing with like level, like layers of fetishism that is just so confusing. And it was just it just was it just I remember that and ever since then I can't I can't see it the same way. Then also when me and uh, Tiff went on a double date once with, his, with a friend of hers and this other idiot guy, one time he heard him, he's like, Daddy doesn't like this. And I just looked at him and I'm like, well, what the fuck? He said that? Yeah, she called himself Daddy. I'm just like, uh, get me out of here. So uh, I never, we never went to a like, with him again. So. I always say, this is my general rule. Do it. Whatever the fuck you want to do behind closed doors, do it. I don't give a shit. As long as, like, no one's getting hurt and everyone's consenting. <laughs> and add that in. And they're real fast. add that in. But, like, for whatever reason, with certain fetishes people are like i'm bringing this into a public space 
Like when you see somebody in a cafeteria, this is, happens so much. And I don't know why this is the case. You'll go to like the mall and you'll be in the food court and you'll see a. I've, this is a hundred percent a thing I've seen several times. This is not just a random example. Like a guy wearing a collar and a girl holding the leash. It's like that is not food court area. That's like that doesn't belong there. I don't give a shit what you do, but like. If I, I go to the Mall of America, I've never seen this. I mean, I've seen weird that shit. Was but in, uh, I've seen it several times at several different malls, um, which makes it sound like I go to the mall all the time. It's just the mall always happens to have weird people in it. <laughs> um, mall, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this several times, and I always think the same thing. It's like, this is, like, this is a sex thing, and we're in a public space with children. Maybe don't do your sex thing in public with children around. I think like, it's a simple rule. They yeah. obviously gets broken so often. <laughs> if it's at all sexual, don't do it in front of kids at the mall food court. That isn't the space for it. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, like, I get it. <laughs> do your thing in your own place. And some people are like, no, the world should know. And it's like, yeah, maybe the world shouldn't know about every single thing. Just fucking... Yeah, that's one of those things where, I mean, we all have our thing, but don't bring it to the mall. There's, like, acceptability, and then there's shoving it in someone's face. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, you're in a mall food court. Whatever you're doing there, you're shoving it in people's faces. <laughs> yeah. Is this just a Virginia thing? Or what? I mean, I, I just... Oh, Virginia's fucking weird, man. Adam, do you agree? So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Uh, 100% true. <laughs> yeah. Not often just... I have two people from Virginia, so I figure I'd go... Well, I always have one, but I figure, you know, I have another one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Virginia's fucking weird. <laughs> Didn't you say Virginia's close to, like, the place that Silent Hill's based off of as well? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Silent Hill's not based in Centralia, Pennsylvania, which isn't oh, too far. Okay. I thought about going a couple times, but I think it's, I think all think you're allowed in anymore. Because the town itself oh. is, like, collapsing. Hmm. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, the actual, the actual town is collapsing into the earth. Like, the mine itself is collapsing and everything's sinking. There's, like, sinkholes opening up all over the town. I don't know if it's... I don't know the extent to how much it's collapsed. I haven't looked into it recently. Field trip. Yeah, yeah no one's talking about. Uh, I've we always talking about this going, and I know as soon as I go, I would be outside, and all of a sudden I'd hear an air raid siren, and I'm like, "Wow, yeah. fuck me!" <laughs> I always wanted to go to Chernobyl, but I'm like, I'm gonna get cancer if I go to Chernobyl. But well, I really want to go. You might get arrested. Plus, you've got to travel across uh, different countries. Uh, what to go to Chernobyl? Yeah, well, no, not they pay tourists. You can just pay to go in there. I mean, I could be, I could be a stalker. I could legitimately be a stalker and sneak in. <laughs> but if I get caught by the military, they're probably gonna like, you know, shoot me. <laughs> All you gotta do yeah, is get a red like hat, this. and you should be okay. You know, they'll they'll be like, oh, hey, you're one of us. Come on in. <laughs> you're one of yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, random white guy from, from Virginia. Just, I've got to really break out my Kievan accent. <laughs> oh, Kovarutskoyevsky, uh, and they're like, yeah, we know you speak Ukrainian. <laughs> Yeah, you have to start. It's, it's, weird you know, that, it's weird that that other soldier can only say, I speak Ukrainian in Ukrainian. You have to start introducing yourself on the show. You have to start introducing yourself on the show as Stuart Straylock. Straylock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name is so fucking hard to say in like the Russian Russianization of it. Yes, yes. All right. Oh. I think I. There's okay, no like, dude, the... really. Oh, there's only use. Oh. Yeah, so Adam, <laughs> since you love the other world so much, um, do you want to talk about what happens after we leave the freaking hotel and all after you kill the sad daddy? After you kill sad daddy. Oh, 
the oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the map that you get with the uh, from the little girl. Mm-hmm. We like yep. maps so much, or not grabbing maps, I should say. Hey, this map actually helped me because it was drawn out. There was a red line telling me where I needed to go. I like it, that. It made so much sense. <laughs> it. I love this map, and but yes, uh, essentially the whole town's in hell, and. <laughs> whole other world and you get this little map and it's a child's drawing all in crayon and it's just like follow this line go around here go into this hole and then you have this fucking so you do it dodging all the monsters around and you get in this hole and you crawl for about 28 minutes <laughs> at this slowest pace ever the entirety of snake eater plays yeah I'm still in love with uh, Travis Grady. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think that's when... Fog! (laughs) The thing that shows the town. (laughs) Silent Hill. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, I really didn't adventure much outside of that. I I followed that line to a T. I tried. You can't go very far. Okay. So it's not just you. The game tells you no if you try. Well, yeah, after you get the like the cutscene is fucking awesome, I think. I took a screen capture of I think of her coming out of the building. Of the, uh, we didn't talk about the hospital is like the weirdest hospital name ever. It sounds like something out of it sounds like something that would be in a a anime from Japan about like like for whatever reason, anime has this weird obsession with like nineteen nineteen Germany, like that kind of aesthetic. Oh. And the name of the hospital is the Alchemilla, which sounds like Alchemilla. Like, Alchemilla. Yeah. Well, it's al- it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like alchemy, but then Mila, alchemy, al- alchemia. Alchemilia, Alchemilia, or whatever. Alchemilia, <laughs> whatever. How do you say Italian accent? Alchemilia, Alchemilia. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh. It's a very Why odd, not? like, like metropolitan art. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't call it Art Deco. Like, everything in Silent Hill kind of has that Art Deco look to it. But that hospital mm-hmm. is just like it's so odd. And Alessia Gillespie comes out of it and starts like fucking floating and. It's like a scene. It's like something out of Star Wars. Like she floats, and like the steps of the fucking hospital are floating up with her as like the overworld or the other world starts like spilling out into Silent Hill. I fucking love that cutscene. That was an awesome scene when, and then she's like, "You let you free her," or something she says. Um, to yeah, her mother. Yeah. The, the yeah, you freed her, and she's not. It's ambiguous as to whether or not she's talking about Alessa or Alessa's dream. Which is like a demon thing that, uh, like amplifies her powers. It was well. I think what it is is that she was finally able to split herself in two, and then the god inside the box is what was it? Oh, you know what? I lost my train of thought. (laughs) That's Alessa's dream. Is the god the 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 creature in the floros? The most stereotypical looking demon monster of all time. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing after like all these crazy monsters mm-hmm. that this it's like a gargoyle without wings, essentially. But he takes he takes a lot of hits too. Like again, he does. All the bosses are just fucking sponges, bullet sponges in this game, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The I demon see. got stuck in the wall for me. <laughs> <laughs> it really was like a complete yeah, this is... a complete anticlimax. Yeah. 
That's really funny. <laughs> you know, yeah, I it's... wouldn't have minded that, though. Uh, yeah, that's just... I don't know. It's the weakest boss fight thematically of the game, which kind of sucks. Like, the introduction is so cool. Alessa floating and, like, the other world ripping itself out around her. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you fight the fucking, like, gargoyle thing that has, like, a... Uh, I, I think I was looking at the... I think I was, like, looking at the wiki and said it might be, like, a spider or a moth. Because Alessa's obsessed with moths and uh, spiders and shit. Like, it's like uh, a on a uh, humanoid body with, like, claws and shit. I thought it was supposed to be the same uh, god that you fight in the first game. Um, the Incubus? Yeah. Similar, but I think they're different entities. Hmm. Uh, I they have different names. Cause it's Samuel in this game, and it's Incubus in the first game. But that well, in this game, it's just called Alessa's Dream. It doesn't have oh, a name. I thought it was called Samuel. Uh, Maybe my guy, no. I think my guide said Samuel. Let's find out. Uh, I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> oh, it could yeah. just be me. I'm I'm actually really tired of them. <laughs> so maybe I'm just uh... Samuel, just a guy. Well, Samuel, like, Samuel, watch out! I feel like Samuel's a demon from like Bible. I... Uh, Samuel. What am I talking? I never read the Bible. What am I? I thought it was like uh, Samut, Sam. Sam oh. Yeah, yeah. S a m m a n e l or something like that. I. Samuel Hadita was the producer on the Silent Hill movie. All right, so you fight the big red demon. <laughs> well, Alessa's yeah, dream. Yeah, Alessa's dream. I mean, that was a. I mean, he wasn't that bad. Like he would shoot fireballs sure. at me, and I just didn't care. I just unloaded. You get a fucking assault rifle in this game, which we didn't yeah. talk about. Yet. I was just about to say, and I used that to load on him. And the Magnum. The Magnum was yeah. really awesome too. Oh, and how? And how did you get the assault rifle from a, <laughs> a cutout? army stand in a bookstore that happened to have a loaded functioning assault rifle as a prop. The stand looks exactly like Travis, too, by the way. Look, uh, this game yeah. is, in real life, Centralia is in Pennsylvania, but I think we've said a couple times that, like, in the game, I think they think, they think Silent Hill is, like, in either Maine or Virginia. I've heard both. I've heard West Virginia. West Virginia, like hey, you can't you tell know. me, you can't tell right, me that's that. You know, that, that. It's probably uh, easier to find a real AK yeah. than it is to find a toy prop. Yeah, you, you could definitely find a real <laughs> assault rifle anywhere in Virginia. Definitely in West Virginia. <laughs> Just Are you speaking from experience? <sighs> uh, let's see. What is Virginia? So I mean, I mean, I, I can say. 100% that, yes, it's easier than it should be. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I did, like, I mean, I you get the salt rifle, like you said, you get a Magnum, you find the Magnum inside the hotel, which I didn't really use. Like, I had, like, ten bullets. Like, oh, this would be enough to take off the final boss. Yeah, I was wrong. He took uh -huh. all, all my Magnum shells. He took a bunch of my assault rifle shells. I was like, what the hell here? I mean, that's, again, that's one of my only issues with this game. Was the bullet spongy bosses? Mm -hmm. Other than I, that, I, I don't have a desperately looking well, up Sam L. Um, oh, but did you, did you see the thing I posted in the chat? Uh, final boss and Sam L. That's from the guide. That's uh, well, that's wrong. Um, oh, okay. The guide is wrong. Uh, <laughs> there is Sam L. Or Samuel, or however you say it, um, and that's in the comics. I don't think I don't know if anywhere in the game they call it Samuel. 
Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's only in the comics. I would say I remember it in any of the notes, but you know that would be because yeah, in the comics there's like a goat-headed uh, like gargoyle demon called Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. Okay. I don't know how to say it. Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. I'm, um, I'm sure it's from the Bible or something though, like that name. Uh, yeah, that's a Bible biblical name. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. Any and then we talk a little bit about each time you beat a boss, you get a little red pyramid item thing. Which is what was that trying to like unlock Alessia's power or something? I'm trying to remember who Samuel was in the Bible now. <laughs> uh, I think it, yeah, because as soon as you put that puzzle piece together, that's when I think shit really. Well, that's when oh, Alyssa's okay. dream opens up. Yeah, because you stop the ritual of what they're doing, trying to actually summon that god that they're using Alessa for when they burned her. Okay, this is the same ritual they're doing in Silent Hill One, right? All the years later. So they, it... yeah. So they have to do it again, which is why at the end you hear them talking, and they're like, "Oh, well, we'll get her back. We'll uh, get her back here." Yeah, I know. Okay. I I remember what Samuel was in the Bible. <laughs> Sorry, Samuel was. This is actually slightly interesting because a lot of people think that uh, in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve that the devil was the snake um but that's not actually like the that's like that's just kind of like a misrepresentation of that story I, if i remember correctly samuel was the one who engineered the fall of adam and eve but he was like a horse and not a snake that's how it actually that was like the actual translation it's one of those weird things oh. where like it was translated poorly oh, and people will okay. just get it wrong constantly like everyone thinks um uh moses like threw down his staff and it turned into a snake. It wasn't actually Moses, it was his brother Isaac. It says in the Bible that it was his brother Isaac. It's one of those weird things that like people have just gotten wrong over the years. They also bring yeah. seven of each animal on the Ark yeah. and not two. Yeah. Well, also brings back to my, my one of my favorite quotes. If you tell a lie and big enough and say it enough times, people will start to believe it. Mm. Yep. Well, like one of the things that people thought like uh one of the reasons people thought Moses' staff so one of the reasons that people thought that Moses' staff turned into a snake was the fucking um Disney movie about it. Prince of oh, Egypt. Prince of yeah. Egypt? Yeah. Because Isaac doesn't exist in Prince of Egypt. <laughs> it's just one guy. Well, wasn't the Bible translated through three different languages till it finally got to English? Yeah. It so, went from I mean, Latin to Greek to Roman to English. Yeah, so you could lose a lot in that translation. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those things were like they changed like theology changes like every two years because someone decides the translation is different or like Oh, we like we went back to the Latin version. It says this, but the Greek version says this, and there was no word for snake in Greek or some bullshit. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I think we should talk about the ending of this game. <laughs> I don't want to. Episode. Which one? <laughs> well, yeah, good... I only saw the good one because I forgot to watch the other two before we record this episode. So I'm going to talk about my favorite ending. Sure. And that's mm -hmm. when you get to leave with the dog on a UFO. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked about this in Silent Hill too. Um, Silent Hill has amazing UFO endings that don't make sense and are the perfect weird ending to the fucking game. Yeah. Well, there's exactly. always a, a weird ending in every game. I think Silent Hill Two starts with a dog with a little shibu or something that's in every mm -hmm. that's in the ending. Yeah. Don't you? How do you get the UFO ending in this game? Because it's um, like um, you, get, you you don't beat the game. To... game Oh, I'll like the Joker know. ending of Silent Hill Origins, and then you get it. Oh. <laughs> oh, <that's> it. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good, Ab. Uh, you have to. You beat the game. I think you have a key in your inventory, or you get a key from somewhere. 
and then you open a room that was previously locked in at the hotel. Mm-hmm. I did look up the UFO ending, which was fantastic. <laughs> it's like yeah, he goes with a dog. Too, it was so. yeah, uh, which has a name uh, now, Mira. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Mira the Shiva Inu, <laughs> and an alien, and for some reason. It's like it's like a cartoon animated version, and for some reason Travis is like way stockier and shorter than he was in the game. <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. like in the game, he's like like six three jacked. In the UFO animated ending, he's like five five and probably like two fifty pounds. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> he had a bad day. He's like way way chunkier. <laughs> Better representation of the character. I like that it has like a dumb joke in there too, where he's like, he want like they're like, he's like, where's my truck? And they're like, it's on our home planet. <laughs> can I drive? <laughs> Only if you can drive stick. Really, in the ending? Yeah, that's the UFO ending. <laughs> oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. Okay. And he goes. And then to I know there's planet. also a bad ending. Anybody go and Google the bad ending? I got the bad ending. Yo, how many? Oh, you you that's... killed two hundred enemies? I killed everything. One, two, kick in the dick. My God. <laughs> I killed everything. God, you must have been saying that. <laughs> yeah, why do you think it's been stuck in my head? I killed fucking. I don't know. I lost count. I don't know how much I killed, but I killed like well, did every. You, did enemy you take a picture it. of your ending screen? Uh, no. Because I was just happy well, to be done with it. The other three of us took pictures of it. Oh, uh, well. Uh, I didn't know. Was I supposed to do shit? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> uh, um, That's okay. But yeah, it tells you how many people you killed. But you have to kill uh, at least 200 for the bad ending. Yeah, yeah. I didn't take a picture of it, sadly. And I just, killed that Just shit, to be so. clear. Yeah, just to be clear, I killed 14 enemies in the game, and I think Mike killed nine. And I have, I have Adam's you, here, too. Yeah. Adam has his, too. Well, I, uh, so well, we I said early on. See, total enemies killed using, and then I have a blank, and it just says two. Then total enemies killed using blank, and then it says ten, <laughs> and then total enemies killed using blank uh, zero. So that's I don't <laughs> helps or not. Perfect. Twelve. Uh, <laughs> well, we as a joke we were talking we were talking about this game on Monday. Um, for those who don't know, we record on Sunday, so we were talking about it last Monday. Um, and it was like a, a like joke like Stefan jokingly said like it would be funny if we all got different endings and in my head I was like well I'm just going to fucking kill everything <laughs> I'm going for that bad ending so I don't know how many enemies I killed but I I tried to kill pretty much every enemy I came across which was very fucking annoying it was very hard um well one there's a lot of enemies in this game yeah you have to pretty much kill everything on the street everything oh, that you got which what? I killed like three Calibans in a row, and I just felt like giving up. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other so you actually were using all the weapons you got because you get tons of weapons in the game. You must have been like, well, I guess it's time to go put the yeah. stick. To- I was using did, on the straight you- jackets and the aerials. I wasn't using any weapon. I was just punching. Um, because I was trying to save my weapons because I knew I was going to have to fight bigger guys later. And so if I uh, if I could kill it by punching, I killed it by punching. I I never use those. When you get the TV, is does he just toss it? Because I never used them. Like they're one no. hit kills, aren't they? He hits him. He hits him in the head with it, or however their body is, and then they just go down. Yeah. Okay. He says not one hit. Time, it's not bitch. one hit kill. Okay. Yeah. I never I never use those. Yeah. They can get back up. 
I did also make that joke in my head every time I killed something with a TV. Just every enemy. Welcome to primetime, bitch. Primetime, bitch. Yeah. Just over and over. <laughs> I was one, two, kicking the dick, and welcome to primetime, bitch. Oh. Oh, so what is the bad ending? To get back to what I originally was asking, I forgot. So the bad ending is you wake up on a table, and this is the, I mentioned this earlier. This is where I said we were we were going to talk about the butcher and pyramid head. You wake up on a table and, uh. Like, you start, like, seeing the butcher in, like, visions. Like, it starts, like, appearing um, in visions in your head. And you hear people saying, like, uh, like I'm not your mommy, uh, which is kind of odd. Uh, and I'm trying to think now. Um, like, it, like, the camera's, like, zooming out, and there's cult members injecting something into you. And I actually looked, I had to look this up because that's the ending that implies that Silent Hill is weird. Because it's like all three Silent Hills is, is like all three endings take place at the same time. They're all canon. It's like the best Ooh. way of describing Silent Hill endings. Everything happens. It's um, like choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, but like they like you could say like in Silent Hill one, both the good or like especially with the cameo and Homecoming, it's kind of like the good ending, the bad ending, and the UFO ending have all taken place <laughs> at the same. Like it's like three like time like three different. Uh, timelines all coalescing so yeah it's they're like injecting a liquid into you and that's the ending that implies that travis um is like is the butcher is actually the butcher and did commit uh murders like did kill the people you see in the photos throughout it right. and that's where the uh, theory that travis becomes pyramid head comes from is that ending? Mm -hmm. um that's okay. correct that's cool yeah. okay i'll I'll say the good ending because that's what I got from what I remember of it. I like the good ending. Like to me, that made the most sense. Hmm. Where isn't it? He just goes back to his truck and drives off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starts his truck up and just yeah. and just drives. I like that okay. his truck is just there. Like his truck is still there. I uh, I rolled my eyes so freaking hard when he taps the adometer and it goes down to zero. Yeah. Oh, oh God. I didn't get that. It's because the game's uh, Silent Hill Zero in Japan. Oh, so zero. I thought it was kind of like a reference. Either he had a really bad truck, or the fact that he's still not in reality. I thought no, he was. It's, it's all of these things. It's Silent Hill. I went like he was just resetting his trip. He was like done. I'm over. I guess. You no know, time to restart it from back to. What the is beginning. this? Well, it also does the weird thing where like he he leaves Silent Hill. Silent Hill is fine. But then, isn't like a lesson in his rearview mirror, holding a yeah, mirror. holding holding like yeah, uh, Sh um, Cheryl, right? Cheryl, yeah. yeah. It's like okay, like that's that's what I mean. Like all endings take place at the same time because in the bad ending, Travis becomes Pyramid Head. Uh, that's assumed, I guess. But like, so Pyramid Head still exists. And the good ending, Travis is the one who put Cheryl with a lesson on the side of the road for the Masons to find. And mm -hmm. then because the UFO endings take place in all the games, too, you could argue that the UFO endings are also canon. <laughs> yeah. 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 Silent Hill is weird. Everything takes place. All, all endings are true. All right. <laughs> I think it's... You guys ready to move on to listeners' comments, questions, and... Well, comments, questions, and memories? Sure. I hope we've yeah. answered them ahead of time. <laughs> Some. We'll see what we have. We don't really have a lot of questions, but... All right. First question, which isn't really a question about this game, but I'm going to read it anyway. From Vincent, it said, "Which one? Which was the one that had very little combat? Was that Shatter Memories? That one is sounded interesting. That was not this game, sir. It is Shatter Memories. Yeah. 
oldest shattered memories. To be fair, you could play this game with very little combat. I did. I think you could probably kill as little. I guess you could probably kill only the bosses, right? Yes. Yeah. So what, like four or five kills at the end of the game? Yeah. Bosses actually don't count as kills. Oh, really? Yeah. So could you beat this game without any kills whatsoever? I think you can. I don't remember a single point where I had to kill something to get further in the game. You don't have to. It's, yeah, I just it, did it because it's more convenient got... to do it. <laughs> yeah. I automatically killed everything, so I didn't stop to see if I didn't have to kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the most serial killer thing to fucking say. Yes, yes. It oh, was. you mean I don't have to kill people? I've never considered that. <laughs> I'm already just fucking into it. Uh, all right, another question I want to read from Jonathan Persinger. So I remember getting this as a Christmas gift the year it was released. I had fun with it, but I remember the combat being janky, the weapons breaking easily, and finding it really difficult to know where the game wanted me to go next. It, uh, especially if you don't take the map. You are remembering correctly, sir. It is all true. Yes. <laughs> another one uh, from Luke. Said, I got this during a family vacation as a teenager. The problem was even, even with the PSP's back screen, it was so dark I could barely see it in the car. Still, oh, I like God. it and did eventually yeah. beat it, just not during that vacation. Oh, 100%. Like, this game is a bitch to it. I could not imagine best. trying to play this outside, like, the sun glaring off the screen. That would sound impossible to me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, even, like... Brightness a little bit more on my game, just to make things easier. I think the I had... only game I ever played on the PSP, like, during car rides, was, like, the Daxter game, just because it was so bright and, uh, like, vivid that it was the only game I could fucking see... When I was driving, or when somebody else was driving, I wasn't driving. You were driving? Was okay, that, that, when someone else was driving. Okay. Yeah, when I was driving and playing the PSP, that's what I do now. I drive and I play the Switch and I answer emails. And... <laughs> Sounds like I'm in just, Virginia. I'm just playing. Sure uh, you could have got away with it. You're I'm just playing like a Mario Tennis on my Switch in the passenger okay, seat. Okay, this is off topic, but I'm going to mention anyway. I remember one time on Facebook you posted a thing where you were like in like a traffic jam or something for hours. Oh my god. There. Jesus, yeah, and you were like just awful. slowly going insane, more insane as the post kept coming. Like he was just like you were inventing your whole little fictional. Mind. I uh, <laughs> yeah, I was for for context here. I was driving from Virginia Beach to Richmond, which is about a two hour drive, and I was driving in my truck, which has black seats with no AC, <laughs> and it was it was a hundred degrees, and I was stuck in traffic. It was supposed to be a two hour drive. I was stuck in traffic for about seven hours. Jesus. I wanted just... to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. I just and I kept post... posting shit on Facebook. <laughs> and it just got more and more delirious as as the posts kept coming. Yeah. <laughs> at some point like, I was I talked like... to the neighbors, we're gonna make a farm and this yeah, and that. And just kept... yeah, that's what it was. I at some point I was like like society has broken down along sixty four. We are starting our own our own community. <laughs> I have I, I, I was like I was like, I, I met a um, a former CPA named Olga. We now have a son together. <laughs> Our son has grown up strong. <laughs> it's like over the course of like three hours. Our son yeah, is 10 like, now. He must have not been moving at all, huh? I, yeah, there was a point where I was sitting completely still for about an hour. And I it was so hot. I almost just pulled off to the side of the road. I almost just pulled off and like got out. Because it was Switch so fucking hot. Water. I I went through two bottles of water. Um, and one was like one that I just had in my car, so it was hot. Uh, I was like sweating. My phone was dying. I like people were just so angry because you know it's traffic. Um, yeah, seven-hour drive is not fun. It, that was miserable. And I like 
I have no idea what caused it. I saw there was like a skid mark on the side of the road where it looked like somebody might have gone off. But in my head, because <laughs> this is, sounds bad, but if you've ever been stuck in traffic, you know this feeling. I saw a skid mark off the side of the road and there was no car there. And I was like, I was like, I just waited for five hours. What? And nobody even fucking died? Bullshit. <laughs> like, like I want to see a chalk line. Yeah. yeah I was like, if I, if I have to wait for seven why hours at 100 degrees, somebody better be fucking dead. Well, somebody was about to be dead named Stuart Hughes. I, it was it was miserable. <laughs> it was oh god yeah that was all right. I need to I find those uh those posts or something. <laughs> Post them again. All right, got a couple more que- a couple more questions I want to read, then we'll then we'll wrap up here to shelf or box. One from Jack Jack Meyer said, "I love the Silent Hill series up to like Homecoming, honestly. And this was one game I got no experience with, so once I learned it existed, I decided to sit down and read the plot and watch the ending cutscenes." It is a smaller one, but it seems really rad. But now that I have the ability to play it, I don't know if I really want to since I've already experienced majority of the game already in some form. Uh, I'm going to say play it. It's, yeah. it's still... I, I mean, I think it's worth it. I think it's definitely worth a playthrough. Yeah, it's, and it's not... If you decided that you've already know the ending and you just want like a little bit of the scenery and like see some of the stuff and not actually read it, I, I finished the game in three hours and 20 minutes. It's short. Mm-hmm. And that's like without a guide, so pretty I'm pretty sure you can like just do it, get the experience, and do it in like three hours and enjoy it. It's like watching a movie, you know. Yeah, I think especially with <laughs> movie, a game like Silent Hill, I say like yeah, just I say just bite the bullet and uh, and play it because so much of Silent Hill comes from the atmosphere, and yes. you still got like Yamaoka giving a shit and putting in some. <laughs> Like genuine effort and coming out with some great music. Yeah, like, yeah. the music alone, just <laughs> yeah. the intro, and then anytime like you're done with the uh, like the major puzzle and you're going to the boss or whatever, there's no, another good just bop waiting as you whenever, walk. Uh, whenever that like whenever an enemy shows up, sometimes they'll do like that really hard uh, like industrial slam noise. I don't know how yeah. to describe it. It's so mm-hmm. intense. It's so good. And then like. Yeah, like the industrial pop starts playing when you're fighting an enemy. It's just, it gets the blood rushing. Okay. It's like good workout music if you want to run in a treadmill and imagine that there's like a <laughs> dog monster chasing you. <laughs> okay, these I got some other questions. Out. I'm going to read our last set of questions that I got. I got a bunch of response actually from a Silent Hill group that I posted in. Um, one, you can relate with this one, Adam. He said, G- from Jesus, he said, I got lost on the game. Probably from Jesus, not motor from Jesus. It's Jesus, <laughs> damn it. I know, okay. probably from Jesus himself. Um, <laughs> Thanks for the shout out to Samuel. <laughs> uh, this one's from Daniel Rubai. He said, "I really enjoyed it. It felt like an old school Silent Hill, but it was just too short." I disagree. It was just long enough. But then I play a game a week, and I'm like, "Short games, awesome! Sign me up!" So I'm a, I'm a little confused. It's weird because this is a PSP game, so. In my head, I keep thinking like, "Oh, this is a this is a really long game," but it's just a long game for the PSP. Yeah, like three and a half <laughs> hours is a really long PSP game, but in context, it's not that bad. No, and this one I'm going to read because she has a picture of Taylor Swift as her as her um, profile picture. Said played it and finished it and got picked up by aliens. Nice. That made me laugh. That's from Taylor that? Swift. That was from Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, no, listener of the Games Are Mount Bound. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know if I. I don't really like Taylor Swift all that much. I don't know if I'd be impressed by that. I I like her music a little, a little too much. A little too much. <laughs> Taylor Swift. So fucking funny. If we had Taylor Swift as a guest. <laughs> <It's> just. <laughs> 
And this was I, Taylor Swift. I, I don't think that's going to happen, sir. But uh, last, <laughs> last question I'm going to read. Because <laughs> I just want to only play Silent Hill games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from, well, I'm going to read two more. Remember this from Will Sterry. He said the sanatorium section of Origin can go fuck itself. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I can't read this guy's name because it's not in English. It says, he says, I love it so much. Great combat, a lot of weapon selection, and very creepy atmosphere will make you love this game. Trust me. I did like it. Yeah. I quite enjoyed it. Great combat? No, yeah. oh, great. Yeah. I wouldn't say that part, but we're going to take you up on great combat. But yeah. Other than atmosphere that, atmosphere right. <laughs> alone, this game has it in like so much fucking atmosphere. Actually, one last question, and I'm done. I'm turning off this phone. Uh, from Joshua Todd said, I enjoyed the story quite a bit. It was like a fusion of Silent Hill 1 and 2 in that it had the same psychological elements combined with the Order and their expo- ex- exploitation of Alessa. I'm not reading the last name. <laughs> the boss fights were underwhelming, though after so much buildup, they were more or less pushovers. Yeah, other than they bullet sponge, I mean. It's Gillespie, Mike. Gillespie. Gillespie. It's Gillette. Alessa it's, Gillette. Uh, it's Hispanic, so it's actually uh, Giaspie. Oh, oh. <laughs> or no, it'd be Giaspie. Alessa <laughs> yes, Giaspie. All right. I think it's time to go to the shelf and box. All right. Two moving on. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, you know what? Adam, why don't you go first? I'll throw you on. I. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like. It's... <laughs> The, I lost I lost a little bit of interest in the game at, at Sanatorium. So once again, that place can definitely go fuck itself. Uh, <laughs> but the theater, the ending, um, nice little tie over. It you know it, it's an origin story, so you know what's happening. But it's nice to see how it got there. I'm gonna say shelf it. I I had fun, and it, I'm a sucker for Silent Hill games. So it, it it's an easy shelf, and uh, you know, yeah, shelf. I'm done. <laughs> How about you, Stefan? You know, I mean, I could easily just put this on my shelf alone for Akira's music. I love Akira Yamaoka. He is my favorite music producer and composer for video games. But uh, the game itself, it was a blast. This game surprised the shit out of me. To be able to run around Silent Hill portable, oh, man, that's like, that's one of the oh, greatest you, things ever. You played it portable, too. You played it on a PSP. Yes. God. Oh, I thought for a second I lost internet. I'm like, no, are we disconnected? No, no. But, I was, okay. I was considering doing the uh, Canadian voice from South Park, like, let me finish. I got to let me finish. Me a heart attack. You may, I mean, okay. I literally was like, oh God, I look at my headphone. I'm like, don't tell me no. And then, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm finished. Uh, no, uh, it has a couple faults. I mean, the butcher doesn't really make sense if you get the good ending. He's just some random weird character they made up that has nothing to do with Travis's psychological fears or suppressions. But uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked seeing more of the cult. I like seeing how it ties to the first game, and I would put it on my shelf. Um, Mr. Stewart, Master of Unlocking Grants. Oh, Stewart, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hands down, this game is going on my shelf. Obviously, it's a Silent Hill game that it's got Akira uh, Yamaoka's music in there, which is fantastic. I think more so, I was not expecting to enjoy this game as much as I did going into it. I, I like, I like I said, I played it a long time ago as a kid, and I was like, eh, it's okay. Um, it's not like quite as enjoyable as the other Silent Hills I played. And uh, I think I was, yeah, I think I just didn't give it a fighting chance because that beginning 
when you go to the hospital, I think as a kid, I thought that was kind of boring. Going back to it now as an adult, I love that opening. Like the first three fourths of this game, I think are fantastically paced. They're so good. Look, uh, you go into that, that burning building and it slows way the fuck down and you're just exploring the town for a while. And then like, even when the monsters come out, like it, it starts throwing them at you, but you're still just like learning about the town in these like nice, like perfectly paced segments. Um, like this, the symbolism of the game, the music of the game, the atmosphere is so fantastically Silent Hill. And I think that short length of the game really works in its favor. I think I would go back and play this game before playing another Silent Hill just because it's only a three hour game. I could mm-hmm. beat this in a like I could beat this in a game if I really in a day if I really wanted to. I, I did beat this in a day. <laughs> I couldn't stop playing. <laughs> I, I love that about this game. Like this it's it's like bite sized Silent Hill. It's like the perfect little Silent Hill snack. If you don't want to play a full game, then play play uh play Silent Hill Origins. Forgot the name of the game for a second. But yeah. Oh wait, uh-huh. you said you said three hour game. What popped in my head was Gilligan's Island, a three hour yeah. game. Stu went on a trip to Silent Hill. Oh, God. I, that's all I got. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I wish I had more time to come up with a song for that. But that's all I got right now. We'll figure my head. it out. Oh. I might have. It's okay. It's going on your shelf. Yeah, it's definitely going on my shelf. It's, it's a great little. It's Silent Hill light. It captures the essence of Silent Hill. The last thing. The last bit of the game, it just turns into like a slog, and that cutscene with Alessa is fantastic. It's like my favorite moment in the fucking game. But yeah, just that last boss fight it felt was like so anticlimactic. Despite that, that kind of is the case with Silent Hill sometimes, though. Like the whole game is great, and then the last boss fight is like, yeah, what the fuck's going on? Even in Silent Hill One, we um, we talked about like that last yeah, fight that, being really weird. Uh-huh. The last boss fight was shitty. Yeah, it just doesn't. <sighs> It makes sense in the game. So that's a problem that the whole series has in general. Um, but like 90% of the game, fantastic. So it's going on my shelf for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll go last. As I kind of had spoiled right before my turn, um, I actually beat this game in one day. I just couldn't. Part of it was I wanted to finish it for the show to get done in time because Monday is always the day I have off where I have time to play before the week. And I just couldn't stop playing. Like I really, really enjoyed this game where – Looking back when I played Silent Hill back for this, you know, our second episode of the show, I didn't really enjoy the first Silent Hill. I, I beat it. I slugged through it. But this game really grabbed me. One, because I had the ability to save state, so it took away some of the fear for me, even though it didn't really matter because this game, even with, I mean, there's enough tension in this game. Just, just, there just is. Just because it's just how this game, how any Silent Hill game, but I really, really enjoyed it. Like, I couldn't believe how much fun I was having playing it. I don't know what the hell is going on in the story because I wasn't really reading. I was just playing through the games. I didn't, I mean, I'd get the stuff through the cutscene, get it through, but I didn't read any of the notes, so I missed out on a lot of story. But it was the gameplay and running through the areas and going through the new dungeons that was just captivating me, and I couldn't stop playing. Plus, I had to finish it for the episode. But it's going <laughs> I, I on the show. Yeah, I saw I told Stu in chat too. I was like, "Oh, Mike likes the game. I think he's been replaced by a snatcher." <laughs> I <laughs> forgot about no that. Mike likes this game. <laughs> I actually this was out of well, Soul Free was my favorite game of the six games we played for Spooktober. This would be my second favorite. This is a really mm-hmm. good game. I recommend everyone to go out and play and play it. I mean, you can't buy it anywhere, well not new because Konami but there are other ways. Google. I mean, you can find way. I mean, hell, I could you could play this on your damn phone. Just Google. 
Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. But play it. If you like Silent Hill, play it. It's 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 worth it. All right, put not going on mm-hmm. the shelf for sure. I'm done. Shelved. <laughs> Shelved. And if if I was replaced by a snatcher, I'd be saying other things. I'd be wearing her. Yeah. So let's just say that. <laughs> you wouldn't sing. I'll buy a little song. Start. Mike comes in. Oh, I'd be I love horror. Other stuff. This month is great. I'm changing everything. <laughs> We're only playing horror games from now on. Resident uh, Evil. It would be. Fatal <laughs> <laughs> Frame Two. <laughs> Let's play I'd have to put my hair back, and you know I have a lot of sunscreen on then too, and you know so. <laughs> Your bathtub's <Yeah>. always full. <laughs> always full of water. Unless I just disappeared, and the water's empty, you know. Uh, all right, I think that's enough for this episode. That's ran for over two hours. <laughs> oh God! Uh, first thing I want to say is I want to thank Adam for joining us today for the second week in a row. Once again, thank you for having me. I, hey, and I think you enjoyed yeah. this game a lot more than the last game. Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no blank and, notes to be found. <laughs> First, I want to thank everyone who's been taking the time out to listen to listen to us in October. We had a, we had our best month so far in October, which is partly because each month tends to be our next best month. But still, it was awesome. I want to thank everyone taking the time out to listen. And if you are still here and you are still listening to us to us blabber. Um, do me a favor. There's an episode you haven't downloaded yet. Go and download it. It's gonna be my birthday here in, in a few days, or especially a couple days from when you heard this recording. And you'd make you'd make nothing better for me than just seeing all the download numbers just jump up super high. It makes me happy and stuff. <laughs> and then so, do it again <laughs> uh, in two weeks for my birthday. <laughs> hey, mine's the mine's October thirtieth. Yeah. Oh, well, it should be happy so birthday first do it for Adam, and then do it yeah. for Mike, and then do it for me. Actually, Adam's birthday will be two days after this episode is released. Yeah, awesome. Well, happy happy yeah. birthday. Adam. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. A little bit tomorrow. Um, Stefan actually doesn't have a birthday. He uh, fell out of his mom's stomach, much like Zeus fell out of the Titans. Exactly. Yeah. I have to protect my heel at every turn. (laughs) Stefan is 6,000 years old. Uh, So, also, other thing before we wrap this up, I do want to say off topic, but um, it's actually been almost a, a little over a year since we I had made a post on Facebook where we just started putting together the team to make this podcast. We came up with our name, and it was just about a year ago, a little over a year now. But I just thought that was really cool. And it's yeah. been, been a year, guys. On the episode, we, or the, yeah, the post where we all thought that we were going to be on one episode. <laughs> only you thought that. No one else thought that. Yeah. DJ and like Stefan sure. knew what they were signing up for. You're like, sign here? Sure, I'll do on one episode. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we we'll want to guess once in this thing. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Although I will be honest, I thought I thought by now we would have been we would have been disbanded. I never yeah. thought we would have made it this far. Uh, and even Mike knows at one point I was like, I don't know if I'm going to continue going on with the show. And he's like, No, you should do it. <laughs> well, in early on, I thought I was going to lose you. Then I lost DJ. And then I'm like, Oh, <laughs> and then I was really getting worried. But then we really have changed our format and the show is completely like the show now and the show in episode like 10 is not the same show so mm-hmm. and so that's why we're ending the show now Bye, no, we are not. <laughs> <It's canceled. laughs> all right enough of that first i want to say please follow us on facebook instagram twitter wherever you can find games my mom found please tell everyone and spread us like we're silent hill just you know find it we want to seep in other people's brains well, spread us better over. than silent hill silent hill always spread like like one town in over. over 50 years. <laughs> Spread us like the T virus. That's what I get for trying to go with a different joke. 
<laughs> you know, I try to come up with a different joke and I just fail. <laughs> All right. Spread us more than Silent Hill spread. <laughs> but honestly, the, just the spreading the podcast is, is the way you can really help support us at, for now, at least, because we are eventually coming up with shirts. We do have other things in, in mind. But please, just always let more people tune in to us and we're going to, you know, we have more <laughs> things planned for you guys. All right. I've been talking for over two hours. I am exhausted. I want to say everyone have a wonderful night and we will see you next week. Did you want to do the C-Fact? You know, maybe you should have stopped me at some point before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to wait till the very end and ruin the climax of the show. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll save it for next week. Are you sure? It's a creepy yeah. one. Yeah, people might not still be tuned in by now after I start uh, the outro. Tune in next week for a you creepy know, animal CPAC. You know what I just realized? If, for the people that are still here, I never said what game we're playing next week. No, you didn't. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Did well, you even you know plug what? Bulby? You didn't even either. play Bulby. Oh my God! Oh my God, Mike! The episode oh, is not play. over. <laughs> Red alert! The episode is I... not over yet. We got like another five minutes. <laughs> okay, first this I want the bad to... ending. This is the good ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, All right, everybody. Yeah, thanks for playing along with our joke. That was the joke ending to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we had that totally, planned totally. all along. This is called Mike running off six hours of sleep for some stupid reason. He woke up early to play Metroid. But hey, all right, the game that we're playing for next week's episode was my pick. I decided just to do a little throwback to our first episode. We're going to play Metroid Zero Mission. Yeah. For Game Boy Advance. <laughs> we'll start with Super Metroid and then Silent Hill, and this time we played Silent Hill and then Metroid. I, yeah, I mean, partly that was by design on my part. It wasn't completely accident. I mean, also, we're also both playing origin things. Like, we played Silent Hill Origin, and now we're playing Metroid Zero Mission, which is the origin story of Metroid, or the remake of Metroid 1. <laughs> I can't Ooh. wait to play Resident Evil Zero. Yeah. Oh. About that. I'm sorry. I just don't think we're going to be able to do that, Stuart. Oh, yeah. no. You know I'm what? so disappointed. <laughs> I'm changing that game we had to change next month. It's Resident Evil Zero now. Oh god! That's like a twenty-hour game. <laughs> Is it that long? It's long as shit. Well, it's not necessarily that long. It's just like there's so much inventory management that if you're conservative, like Stefan and I are, then it takes at least three times as long as anybody else playing it normally. Yeah, it's 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 at bare minimum a ten-hour game. It has to be. I spend a lot of time playing that game, moving all the items into the central foyer. And so that's like, uh, easy, that's easily three or four hours right there. Aren't all the boxes connected? No. So in other words, you're telling me we're never, ever, ever playing this game on the show? Okay, thank you. Never say that. never. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, maybe there'll be like a month where I'm really, really angry at you and Stefan. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't Stefan Platinum Zero... Yeah, that's the only one I haven't platinum. Oh, no, really? It isn't. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. How about Raccoon City? How's that going? That I don't even. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. I think for now we're gonna have the real ending, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, first, I want to give a shout out to Bulby, aka Mike Stoney. I don't know if I ever say it right. Um, we have a song, Cool Kid Squad, from his EP, Bite the Bullet. So please, there'll be a link in the show in the show notes for his show or his YouTube. Ah, uh, God, I am tired. <laughs> All right, I think it's time for real. We're... <laughs> I, I, I think we're far from professional, sir. Far. Okay. Everyone, have a wonderful night, and we will see you next week this time. This time for real. Really, yeah. We're done. We did everything. This is the real ending. Yes. Okay, uh, now let's do the UFO ending, guys. Bye, okay. everybody. <laughs> yes, oh, no, it's...